now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. War bonds and things. Or to like sell that. war bonds, which is what mm-hmm. Captain America actually that's why he was named that. I couldn't believe that about like halfway through the movie, he's doing like a little stage show with dancers. <laughs> I'm thinking, what is this? What am I watching right now? It's what I felt like. Well, I was texting you and Carrie as well, but I was, what is this movie right now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what well, is this? Know, it's it, when you've got somebody who. You know, can sell war bonds. I guess you do it. I guess you do it. What a weird, what a weird bummer of an ending to that film, though. I won't well, spoil it. Well, I, I think I you might be the last spoil. person to have seen. Oh, it. I was say, we've passed that <laughs> statue already. <laughs> Captain America, um, the first, um, the, the first, first the first um, bursting out of Marvel, as I call it. Marvel. Um, what a bummer of an ending for him. I mean, to wake up and everything that you know is basically gone. And he's so and he's so calm about it. And they cool. all of a sudden expect things of him. Yeah, that's right. Like he's a man. He's a man out of time. Yeah. What a bummer of an ending. Well, now, well, now you've got another nineteen films to see. Uh, so you can see what happens as a result of that. <laughs> Please right. don't give Polly any more ideas. No, no, no. I only, and, and, and in full disclosure, the only reason that I recommended it to Amy, like a year ago, um, that she see it is because she does enjoy black and white films, classic films with like studio artists that did 30, 40 movies a year for like MGM and Paramount and stuff like that. So I thought, you know, that, that kind of old timey, feel that the good what say middle half of the movie has um would appeal to amy and i think a little bit did it was so strange that it didn't feel even though it was set in that time it didn't feel that way at all because of all this modern technology that was in it right it didn't feel like well yeah because it's comic book 1940s It it was strange well you know who's strange our listeners Welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney, including all kinds of stuff that I can't remember what we talked about. Anyway, the affections section. Yes, that. With us as always is Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. Not always as always. I know. Some, sometimes I'm not here. We missed you, particularly on the fantasy football draft show. Um, oh. <laughs> of course. I got every single one of the 2,467 <laughs> updates that you and Dean texted in you the group text for our you podcast. Have. You may have. And you there's have. no way that I absolutely Okay, well, and uh, with us again is Ben, a drama day on Twitter. Ben Bowers, hi, welcome back. Hello. Yay. How the devil are you? I'm doing well now that we're actually recording. Yeah, we did about five minutes and I hadn't recorded. That was fantastic. Oh, so we're doing this again. Hi, yes. But we have Ben back because he is back from another wonderful holiday to Walt Disney World. Got back yeah. uh, last week? Last week, last Monday. Seven, uh, eight days ago. Eight. I'm delight, delighted to be back. 
Yeah, I can tell. We over, <laughs> over the moon. We, t- we <laughs> talked a little bit before recording, before the actual recording, that, you know, when you land at 5 a.m. and it's that battleship gray and you're driving and you, you drive past your children's school. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you can, you can, one thing that we've guaranteed on every holiday that we will do is we will land in Manchester Airport. We will, uh, it will be raining. It will be battleship gray in the sky. We will get home. We will put the TV on at some point during the day, and it will be within seven minutes. There will be an advert for Walt Disney World on the telly. <laughs> and you, and you, Guaranteed. And you'll start just you'll just start biting your fist. Like, I, yeah. was, ah, ah, I was just there. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it was a. It, we ended up being an extended vacation as well. We actually got a couple of extra days out of it thanks to uh, thanks to Dorian. I'm trying to think there's a song title in a Titanic soundtrack that is um, unable to stay, unwilling to leave. But this is the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were yeah. unwilling unwilling to leave, but you were able to stay. Yeah, well, we, we ended up ringing them up uh, so that the Dorian hit on, what, the Wednesday? And it was yeah. about the Friday before that. And it was when it was supposed to hit kind of Monday. It was before it hit the Bahamas and basically stopped. So they um, they were like, oh, Orlando Airport's probably going to shut on Monday. In fact, they, I think they'd announced it. They and did we announce were, it. Yeah. yeah. Now, we weren't due to go back until the Friday after that. But we were like, well, if we give, because we were flying with Virgin, so it was like, if we give them a ring and say, look, we'll, we'll do you a favor. We'll help you out. You know, c- um, customers that were supposed to fly, we'll put our flight back a couple of days and it means they can come out. We're doing you a favor. And they said, oh, well, no, it's literally just if you're within these three days, then you can change for free. Otherwise, it's going to cost you. Put the phone down like, damn, I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, didn't want to go home type thing. And then they ended up changing it because obviously the, the hurricane was slightly, it was held up at Bahamas, obviously, like absolutely ruined there. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of got to the Bahamas and just stopped. So, Everything got put back. Uh, it was going to be Wednesday that the airport was closed. And then Virgin had this announcement to say, right, if you're within the week up to the 6th of uh, September, which is the day we were going to fly back, you can uh, reschedule for free up to and including the 17th of October. Wow. So, yeah. Yay. So we kind of looked at each other and went, can, can we get away with that? No. Not really. Um, <laughs> we'd already pulled our kids out of school, so they should have been at school on the Tuesday, and we'd taken them out for the rest of the week. But it had saved us about fifteen hundred pounds. That's just a, wow. So, but the the second half of the holiday, we were staying at um, my mum and dad have got a place out there that they've just bought that they're renting out, or they would rent out if people were renting it. So, if anybody's looking for a, a three bedroom <laughs> villa about 15 minutes away from Animal Kingdom, give us a shout because uh, it's available to rent and they need the renters. Um, but we were staying there, so it wasn't going to cost us anything. Uh, it was literally the car hire and the car park. So we rang them up and said, can we put the flight back to the Sunday? Yeah, 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 not a problem. Um, and it cost us in total 36 quid. Wow. So wow. Uh, yeah, for an extra two days. Uh, and it's amazing how much difference it made to our well-being knowing that we weren't going to go back on the Friday it was the Sunday it just lifted this whole weight of like oh we've got some extra days as a bonus and it, it actually made going home a lot easier weirdly yeah no that makes sense so uh, yeah it's I'd almost recommend it in terms of like plan a holiday but actually put a couple of days on the end of like taking time off work but don't tell anyone including yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then 
ex- extend your holiday when you're out there and it's like this nice little bonus where you kind of get an extra couple of days that you didn't think you were going to get so you basically schedule your vacation days a year in advance but only put on the calendar x minus two yeah that's the okay. way of doing it and then somehow forget right there's a way of doing it i don't know how but you know <laughs> probably if you call that's a... the if travel you call planner. a travel agent, there's probably yeah. a travel planner out there that might be able to do it for you, where if you just told him to start with, and then... Yeah. If only there was somebody we knew. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. We'll Google it. I don't know anybody like that. Like, you can contact no. Paul at Adventures Out There Travel. <laughs> yeah, he'll do, yeah. yeah. He sounds like a nice guy. I think Who's so. that? He's new. He's new. Huh? You don't know him. He's from Canada. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, hey. But, uh, all right, so so we heard we stayed at the end. Did you stay there the whole time, or were you on property? No, no, so we, we, we did there. a split. Yeah, so we did a split. We started at, so we're DVC members. Um, so we started at Bay Lake Tower for eight days, um, and then transferred across to uh, to the villa. So the, the villa is uh, 192 South. So if you if you were looking on a map, if you look at yes. Animal Kingdom, the Disney Resort, follow the 192 west uh, before you hit the 27. It's it's down a bit. So it's it, it was literally like 15 minutes into the resort driving. We tend to drive everywhere anyway, so it's not a problem for us. Right. Um, even when we even when we're staying on property, apart from Bay Lake Tower, if we stay at say Kidani Lodge, we'll still drive everywhere just because it's it's easier. You can just leave when you want and. Sometimes it can take an hour to get to wherever you need to be, depending on where you are. Whereas we just dive in the car and we're home and we're done. Um, so yeah, this was the first time staying at Bay Lake. Um, the last three times we've done Kidani Lodge at Animal Kingdom. And if you've got DVC, uh, it's easily the best value for points out there. Mm. Um, Old Key West is the cheapest. Kidani Lodge is not that much more kind of per night. I think it's literally one or two points per night. But a Savannah view, two bedroom in terms of the space, the amount of room that you get, they are absolutely enormous. Um, and it's a bargain. It's its easily the best place. Um, and we did three years on the trot and it was like, should we try somewhere different? Let's give Bay Lake Tower a go. So we've, we've got some friends that we had stayed there before and we went to visit them in a studio. And it felt like a hotel, mm-hmm. but we had a two bed this time and it's still kind of hotel-like. Um, you know, the lobby is a hotel lobby and the rooms are, it, it's kind of like a, a, an upmarket hotel. And I know there's a lot of kickoff at the moment about these refurb rooms that have just kind of lost all theming and they're no different to, to any other hotel that's kind of outside outside property. But there's artwork and just little touches here and there. There's really cool kind of modernist artwork, but it's Disney characters. So it, it's modern but still disney-ish but i i probably wouldn't call it themed like a lot of the other resorts um but if you're looking for something a bit more classy it, it really ticks a lot of boxes we were really impressed um and the 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 apartments as opposed to the studio which felt like a hotel room but the one bedroom the two you know we were in a two bedroom it it was a really nice space and there was a lot of room and it felt like a home from home yeah, the the I've I've seen those those rooms, the refurbished ones that you say that they don't look themed, they look decorated. Um, yeah, they remind me a lot of the cruise ships. Yeah, 
you know, so if you like that aesthetic, it's definitely Disney. I mean, if you look, if you if, if you focus your eyes on any of the details, you see, oh, there's hidden Mickey's. Oh, this is shaped like, uh, you know, the Incredibles logo somehow. Uh, this metalwork over here is actually a screen that looks like a whole bunch of goofy hands, you know, stuff like that. Um, but if you unfocus your eyes, it just, it does. It looks like a upscale uh, midtown New York hotel. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the walls that we would quite happily have just pinched and stuck in our own house because we like that. We, we like Disney stuff where, like you say, it, it, you have a second look at it and it's like, oh, that's a Disney thing. Oh, that's a Mickey head or, oh, that's, that's a silhouette of Donald Duck. It's not plastered everywhere and there's plushies and you know, that's the daughter's <laughs> bedroom. Um, but it, it's not that kind of like that crazy Disney museum thing. It's a little bit more subtle, but it's, you look at it and it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, we could have easily nicked a lot of the artwork from, from the rooms. Easy. Now, I'll need you to elaborate on what mm. pinched and nicked mean for <laughs> pinched our listeners in the, in the United States. Is, so is this, not... is, it, is this not uh, referenced in Keeping Up, up Appearances? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I do not recall if Onslow ever pinched or nicked anything for his oh, wife, Daisy. What about are you being served? I'm pretty sure certainly would have done. I've never watched that. Oh, you would enjoy are you being served? But I have watched Keeping Up Appearances, which is uh, delightful. About Faulty Towers. Pretty sure it's in there. Sir, I need to know the definitions of pinched and nicked for They're both uh, It's uh, It's... it's <laughs> Borrowing for a, a long period of time. Bar borrowing in perpetuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Borrowing and just forgetting to give it back. Oh, so stealing. No. No, it's no, no, pinched, no. No, no, pinched no. and nicked. Pinched, it, it's pinched and nicked, you know. It's kind of like, you know, oh, it, it fell into my suitcase. I don't know what you're talking about, officer. So does that have anything to do with Nick? Um, We're going to have to let his lawyers discuss that. Yeah. Whoa. I would I would say almost inevitably. I won't have his wife getting in trouble. <laughs> just just his wife though. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay, please continue, sir. Alright. Alright. So so yeah, really recommend by like it's really, really nice. Um it's it's kind of yeah, it's not that Disney ish, but it was Disney enough for us. Um and you know, obviously the transport links are amazing. Um, Flynn, our youngest, uh, is now two and a half and he's obsessed with monorails. So being able to kind of like get to the lift and see the monorail going past into, into the contemporary. Um, so that, that first week we just hit the parks all the time and walking into Magic Kingdom, we did that on the first day. Normally off our first full day, we tend not to do anything because we're still quite tired. You know, we wake up at five o'clock in the morning because that's still 10 o'clock our time. Um, and we tend to take it a little bit easy, but this we were up, we had breakfast, we were straight into Magic Kingdom on the monorail. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, likewise, Epcot monorailed it, not a problem. Um, so we'd kind of planned ahead that, right, we're there, we're next door to Magic Kingdom, let's hit that as many times as we can to really take advantage of it. Um, the only downside really that we found with Bay Lake was the fact that there's not a shop in that section. So there's no dedicated DVC shop. There's no Bay Lake Tower pin, which we like to get. Um, to, to do anything, you've got to go walk across the bridge and go into the contemporary to go to the shops and, and get anything to eat. We did do the Top of the World Lounge um, on, it was one of the uh, Halloween party nights. 
so we went up there um my wife had seen the seven layer cake that they do on social media so she was determined to have one of those um and god help you if you wanted a forkful because she was going to make her way through the whole cake she didn't because <laughs> it was bigger than her head um but it was it was mighty impressive and then went outside and, and watched the um Hallowishes from the top which was really cool and it was cool stood on the top of the world seeing loads of people stood on top of the contemporary as well also watching it um so yeah it's it's really nice i, I call it upmarket um but i don't think the points are that expensive from recollection um and we definitely go there again we definitely stay there again just for the the transport links just to be so close to the park it's uh, it's it's a really nice place no that's really neat i've always wanted to stay there we I think, a, la- I think there... a lake view would be really nice to be watching all of the watercraft. Well, we did yeah. stay there. We had a lake view, a pool view, an interior view. And what I actually enjoyed was the focused look out onto Bay Lake with the pool below and when the electrical water pageant goes by. Mm. It's really mm. neat. Because yeah. it's almost like you're watching it on a picture frame because of the shape of the building. Yeah. And they pipe the music in, and it's really quite loud because they're piping it in through the speakers yes. around the pool. Yeah. Uh, but it's really loud. The first night, I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Sounds really familiar. It's going to wake the kids up. What the hell's going on? I looked out the windows. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And oh, also, it. it's um, the, the lake view uh, faces the sunrise. So you get a I really gonna, good view of sunrise. I was just going to yeah. ask you that. You read yeah. my mind. I was just going to say, is where's the sunrise and sunset from where yeah. you're where you're facing on a lake view? So cool. So yeah, I I would recommend. We ended up putting a a, a room request in, which we do every year. We kind of look, end up trawling the internet for the maps of the hotel, the actual hotel rooms. And then go, you know, at Kidani, we've got like a particular section. It's like, oh, if we can get there, that'd be absolutely brilliant because it's near the lift. So we were, we put a room request in and they, we'd asked for a particular, like above a certain floor. I think it was floor five. And we ended up in floor three and it was with the level of the tops of the trees. So we didn't Mm. really have much of a room, but that was when we checked in and Vicky went, oh, you know, is there any chance of one high? She said, I can't do it now, but we could potentially move you tomorrow for the rest of the holiday and we can get you higher up on the eighth floor so we, we literally went in the, the th- third floor room for one night didn't unpack anything shoved everything in bags bell services picked everything up we went off to magic kingdom by the time we came back we were in the in the new room and it was on the eighth floor and it was ideal um so we were was it seven eight two nine so it was literally the lift from um the lobby straight up and you were the first room that you come to so if you want a two-bedroom villa uh, in Bay Lake Tower, 7829 or 7-whatever-29 is ideal because it's right by the lift, it's by the car park, it's dead easy to get everywhere, um, and the fifth floor is where the uh, bridge is, and, yes. and you're on that side. So it's, it's absolutely ideal. Yeah, easy walk over to, you know, like you said, there's no real shop in Bay Lake Tower, but walking over to the Contemporary, you were dropped off in Shop Heaven, and there are many times I would walk over and just grab something at the uh, quick serve over there and then just walk right back. Yeah. 
get your uh, get your refillable uh, character mug and go and get yourself a hot chocolate before bed. Yes, or a coffee in the morning, which is what yeah. my my morning task was always to go out and yeah. get coffee. <laughs> it would, oh, that it sounds would, so good. Yeah, it would have been nice to have, even if it was literally just that, somewhere in in the tower. I think yeah. they've got it at the bar by the pool, but if they had it in the in the actual tower itself, I think it would it just would have made things a little bit easier. But it's not like it's a far walk to to go across that bridge to get into the main building anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a ton closer than if you're staying at Congress Park in uh, Saratoga Springs to go to the main building to get coffee at uh, Animator's Palette. I can yeah, that's that. like a what, fifteen mile round trek or something it's, like that. Mm. It feels like it feels like same it. thing at All Key West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and that, I, I mean, again with Old Key West, that's one of those where if, if you get the wrong um, if you get the wrong house, like getting anywhere, even if on a bus. You know, I, I know people that have stayed at Oki West and, and we've said to them, look, if you can, if you can get a car, it would make things a lot easier because you can spend half an hour just going around Oki West on its own on a bus. Yes. You're in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sure can. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not get into that today. No. Nah. We're keeping it cute, keeping it cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we did, yeah, we did the Bay Lake Tower. We were there for eight days, and then we transferred across to um, our place in Solara, it's called, a relatively new resort. So that was nice. And it, it did, it felt like we'd been out there for ages, because it was, ended up nine, uh, 20 days we were out there in the end. And it 20 like days? Yeah. 20 so days. Nice. That would be so nice, because you could be you could be somewhat relaxed for the 20 Eng- days the english know how to holiday yeah if yeah. you're gonna do it if you're gonna do it you do it properly you know it's one of those things where it takes eight hours to get there eight or nine hours to get there so you're not going to go out for a week because two days of that is is just taken up with traveling so if you're going to do it you know the minimum two weeks plus there's so much to do out in florida um the first time i ever went out i think i was about 11 and it was just me and my mom and dad and we did a week in disney uh, we stayed at the Hilton at the Hotel Plaza, and then we did a week at Clearwater Beach. And even then, so this is near 30 years ago, even then it was, yeah, a week's not long enough. We're going to have to go back and we're going to have to do two weeks because we'd missed loads of stuff. So the the longer, you know, for, for Brits and every every everybody like that, the longer you can spend out there, the better. Because it means that you're not having to do a park every day either, although we did. but. It's you know you do two two days worth of parks and then take a day off and go shopping or chill or water park or pool just to take little breaks because otherwise you're just gonna you're gonna exhaust yourself. Oh, and now you've set your precedent for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, as it is, we ended up booking flights yesterday, so but we're not. It was one of those where it's like we've got to book it. We can't not do it. But we're only doing just because of the prices and we're going over Easter. We're doing. Uh, 15 days so it's a it's a short trip this time <laughs> yeah short short trip I mean it is not it, it's it's you're not there for two weeks <laughs> no I know so it's, it's just not good enough yeah you're gonna you're gonna add on that extra three or four yeah and it was like well would there be a hurricane no it's Easter damn okay is there anything yeah. else that potentially could delay us for maybe a few more days don't think so oh well okay fine I suppose no. we'll we'll deal with it. And, you, and you'll be down there in uh, well Disney World while I'm at Hilton Head. That's my traditional 
Hilton Head Easter week. Oh yeah, I shall uh, I shall walk somewhere and get a um, <laughs> Mickey bar in your honor. Yes, there you go. You have to walk for at least forty five minutes, so depending yeah. on where you're staying, it can happen. Just get dropped off back there in the South Bend area at uh, <laughs> at Old Key West. <laughs> not is it South? Yeah, that's a good South idea. Yeah. Is it South Point or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. get dropped yeah. off back there at South Point, and then just walk to the uh, hospitality Hospital. house from, oh, yes. from yeah. South Point. <laughs> you know, depending on this on the state of Epcot, you might need to walk that far just to get around the construction walls in future world. There is a, there's a lot going on. Uh, oh. one, thing I, one thing I will say is um, like if you're going out there in the next, you know, any listeners going out there in, in the very near future if you're parking, if you're driving in and parking up in the car parks, don't bother getting the trams for Magic Kingdom or Epcot because mm. the trams travel a distance of about 500 yards and then drop you off. <laughs> so, um, oh, like, great, thanks. Yeah, it, it, like, it, and if you're not aware of it, there's a load of people that sit on the tram and go, "Is that it?" <laughs> and and the, the cast members are like, "That's it, get off." They're sitting there going, "But, but there's still half a mile to go. Get off the tram. I've got to go and pick people up. <laughs> get off the tram." <laughs> Now, this is, in case people don't know, this is because they are working on the security areas of Epcot and at the Transportation and Ticket Center. So they have everything torn up, like the concrete, you know, the roadway and everything torn up before that place where you would cross the street over at the Magic... Uh, not Magic Kingdom at the TTC I think where the tram yeah. would like go under the road I yeah. think they yeah. drop you off before that right now yeah it's, it's, it's that bit so there's a little turning yeah. circle just before it ducks underneath the um, uh, underneath the road and then at Epcot it drops you off before the covered bit so it's basically where the, the monorail starts to bend around is, is where they drop you off there <laughs> so it's it's not worth it at all. It, it, you're on there for 30 seconds, and if you've got like a stroller, you, you spend more time getting your stroller folded up to put it on the tram than the actual tram ride. Right. Mm-hmm. So do everything that you can to not park. <laughs> I think I'm trying to think of a way. Like I honestly, what I would do is is park at the transportation and ticket center and then monorail to Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that makes sense. And, well, even Oki West is not far from Magic Kingdom anyway. Not really. What are you talking about? Are you talking about parking at Old Key West? No, if you're going from Old Key West. Oh, if you're staying there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you meant like go park at Old Key West and go no, that way. Never I was do like, that. what? No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not recommend going to a resort and then taking a bus. I'm going to no. take my car. I'm going to park That's... at South Point. I'm going to wait for a bus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going to spend 45 minutes to get out of Old Key West. That's right. And then we're going to spend half an hour getting to Epcot, the bus station. And then you've got a half a mile walk from the Epcot parking for bus. Yeah, no. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to go park in Grandstand at Saratoga Springs, (laughs) and then we want you to take the bus up to the main building, walk down the steps, get on the boat, boat over to downtown Disney. Right, to take the boat to Old uh, Old Key West. (laughs) The boat to Old Key West. So that you can take the bus. Take your bus. To the Magic Kingdom. 
and then get on the boat to go to the TTC so you can get on the monorail to go to Epcot. To go to Epcot, yes. And then from Epcot, walk through Epcot to International Gateway to get on the gondola and ride that to the studios, which is where you're going to end up. And then get a Mickey bar. Yes. You know, uh, don't I would, forget it. I would Don't forget that email is poorly at uh, yeah. adventureisoutthertravel.com. <laughs> for all your trip planning needs. It's like, what did you do on your vacation? I rode every manner of transportation imaginable. We sound... This is really kind of embarrassing if this is someone's first listen and they think that this yeah. is what we think they should do. Like, no. we're being serious. Do none of this. Do none of this. Yeah. We're being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it will, but actually it shouldn't make the show. Right. But it will. Uh, <laughs> but it will because it's funny. Because it's funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we've had you on before for Trip Report, actually. The, the two of us met up on a trip. That was fun. We did. did. Um, yeah, we did. And uh, what what was, was there anything special? Was there a special occasion? Was it just, you know, your, your annual trip? Um, did you make the trip especially to see anything or, you know, like, uh, tell, tell um, us a little bit about uh, that. No, we normally book it like way in advance. So I think we booked the flights in January um, and it wasn't for any reason. It was literally, we, we go every year, uh, kids summer holidays, flights, how much can we afford? Go on this date, it's going to cost a flight of six thousand uh, pounds. If we go on this date and we sneakily take the kids out of school for about three days, it's going to cost us three thousand pounds. Okay, let's oh. do that then. That um, makes the decision. So easy. yeah, it was. Oh, it's absolutely crazy. And uh, again, looking at Easter, the, the reason we've got the dates that we've got is a, a one day either side, and it goes up by two thousand pounds. Literally a day. It's it's just absolutely crazy. So um, yeah, it was this was when we were going to go we didn't want to take the kids out of school for too long um uh so yeah there was no reason for it it was just our our annual trip but then disney announced that oh galaxy's edge is going to open on the 29th of august oh okay <laughs> so that trip that we thought was going to be fairly quiet because it's the end of the school holidays is probably going to be absolutely bonkers um so yeah we were we were out there for the opening of galaxy's edge um but we didn't go out there specifically for it. Um, Got it. There wasn't any reason. It just it happened that there was a few things going on that were happening when we were out there. So Food and Wine started, and we ended up getting the Moonlight Magic event at uh, Animal Kingdom as well. Oh, neat. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was cool. So I, I thought I might try and go through the parks because I didn't want to go like, oh, we did this on this day and we did that on that day. But right, right, right. I, yep. I got some thoughts that were kind of like popping in my head and it was like actually I wonder what you guys would think of it as well in terms of just thoughts to kind of share and, and talk about um, in terms of how things have either changed or new things and obviously Galaxy's Edge as well you know it's been controversial should we put it that way um, mm. maybe just to kind of give you an idea of, of what it's like having been there and, and what to look forward to um, yeah the floor is yours Barrister cool so the, so the Moonlight Magic Animal Kingdom was really good fun. So it's I think it's the same as the paid uh, late night events that they have, but because it was DVC, it was free, which was nice. Um, and we had to, I think it sold out fairly quickly. It was one of those where, right, it's going to get, the tickets are released on that day, get online, get them. We managed to score them. Um, I, 
you got a free uh, entree at certain places. So it was Restaurant Asaurus, Satuli Canteen, Pizza Safari, and Flame Tree Barbecue. Uh, and everybody got a ticket. So you got one entree, one drink, not alcoholic, but one drink um, as something to eat. I don't know if they do that at the other late night events or not. Or do you get snacks? Um, you do get snacks. Um, you do get all, right. all you can drink uh, non-alcoholic beverages, but the snacks are like okay. ice cream, juice bars, and popcorn. Yeah, okay. So there wasn't any of that. So that was probably their trade-off was, right, you get an entree. So we we didn't have to have dinner because it was kind of given to us. Um, so that was a, a sort of a free Satuli canteen meal. Um, and there was, but there wasn't snacks around the rest of the park or free sodas. There was just water stations more than anything else. But you did get a free Mickey ice cream bar oh. um, from uh, Starbucks, that, which was awesome. Of all, of all places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, it, it was, they closed Starbucks itself and they just had people there at the, at the counters. So you just queued, well, queued up. You, it was that quick that you just literally walked in, joined the queue. Somebody handed them out, and there was no control over it. So if you wanted to, you can go back. But I, we could only handle wage. Um, but you probably would have got double figures, I reckon. I think you probably could have gone for that. Yeah, amateurs. Total at amateurs. Least, at least three for me. Yeah. But that was uh, that was cool. So obviously we took a picture of it to, to rub it in for you. Um, and, yeah, we didn't... We did pretty much everything ride-wise except we weren't sure whether it was going to be quiet enough to do that um, with the three kids we tend not to queue any longer than half an hour for anything simply because they're an absolute night to queue um, and it's it's for the, the safety of us our children and the people around us that we don't spend <laughs> any longer than 30 minutes in a queue um, and, and flight of passage was probably no less than 45 minutes so if you weren't with kids it would probably be yeah we'll go on um, but we'd already managed to score a fast pass for another visit later on, so we weren't going to miss it. Um, it was just one of those where, okay, if it's if it's low enough, we'll get on it. If not, we know we're not going to miss out because we've already got a fast pass for for later on in the week. Um, but it was, I I was, I think I hoped it might be a little bit quieter than that, but it was obviously busy enough. Um, and there was also really randomly outside Tiffins there were members of the exec of DVC that you could meet and talk to. So we didn't, but it seemed very, very strange. Um, so wait, like, so DVC wait. had a meet and greet? <laughs> yeah, like, basically. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was wait. very random. And it was like, what are you going to ask them? Like, you know, why are you so expensive? So, you know? yeah. Why do you keep raising the, uh, um, not greens fees, what are those called? Maintenance fees. Why do you keep raising yeah. the maintenance fees every year? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. What's the deal with Galaxy's Edge? When's the fourth gate going to open? I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. you're supposed to be asking. Yeah. It was all a bit weird. Well, and what's funny is they would have no idea the answer to those questions. Nope. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that was a bit weird. And, and they had some exclusive, well, they, they said they were exclusive uh, character meet and greets. So um, Russell and Doug were there, but uh, Carl was there as well in his scooter. Really? Um, yeah, he was he was there at the bit where you normally meet the, the two of them on Discovery Island, um, mm. and Coda and Kenai um, were outside um, finding Nemo show. Ooh, yeah. brother bear! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we were singing along to a bit of Phil Collins, which not many people um, admit to, but yeah, 
I mean, that's that is a sorely underrated soundtrack. That I tell you, his uh, his music for Brother Bear is really good. It is good. I have not. Very seen, good. I've not seen nor heard Brother Bear. <laughs> Polly. Hey, look, you dis- haven't seen Moana, so come on. Polly, disappointed in you. Brother Bear has been out for a lot longer <laughs> than Moana has been out. Slight, slight longer. <laughs> come on, Polly. Maybe it'll be so, on Disney Plus. When, when was the last time you saw Rivers of Light? 2017. Right. Never. That was when we met up, wasn't it? You never say that, okay? Because they we so they had I, they said it was an exclusive, but I don't think it was. I think it was just the new version. So they mm. there's obviously been issues with it, and they've they've changed it yet again. So they'd already got rid of the um, live musicians, and they've now they're kind of integrating uh, on the water jets um, shots of Disney movies as well as the remakes. So. I think what I think what the story is is it's obviously about animals and man, but then how you know, like a history of Disney animal movies as well. So it Rivers of Light is frustrating me now because the soundtrack is fantastic. It's one of the best scores. It's really, really good. Some of the visuals that they've got are excellent. And it the changes that they're making there are certain parts of it that work really well and then they end up crowbarring the hey look you know here's a bit from the new lion king and here's a bit from the new uh you know here's a boot from the new aladdin so they're putting all the live action ones in as well and it's it's that crowbarring of ip that's just feeling a little bit uncomfortable i get the the kind of the comparing or comparing real life animals in their natural environment because you're in animal kingdom and this is the disney representations and i can understand using that but they've just kind of mucked it up a little bit and the balance isn't quite right but it feels like they're moving slowly in the right direction and i think it could be a good show it gets a lot of stick and i but i think it could be a good show it's just not there yet but it feels like it's getting closer and it might just be because I love the soundtrack. I think the music is great. The, the trouble is this time is that they've altered it slightly and not ruined it, but they've, they've kind of messed around with it a little bit and it's actually not as strong as it was. But it feels like they just need to keep working on it and eventually it will get there. But it's how long it's going to take them to do it. And if they insist on putting in... I mean, there was one random bit where they were showing footage of footage of animals in um, you know, their natural environments, and then it would cut to the same animal but within a Disney film. But then they'd have shots of, say, the Lion King, as though it was a real, a real animal in its real environment, and then cut right. to the animated version. And it's like, well, you've just shown both your films there. That's not you showing reality. So what are you trying to do here? And it it just it was just a bit of a mess and and it's it's like it's kind of a committee is going well we need to have this in and lion king's just come out so we need to have footage of that in and some editors just sat there in front of a pc or a mac with um with adobe premiere going i don't really know what i'm doing but i'm told to put all this lot together and just cutting a load of stuff together to music and it, it I, I think it just needs a bit of thought and a, a bit of care and attention and it could actually be a really really good show that would do justice to the park but it's just not there yet, unfortunately. 
Yeah. This is like I mean, the most polite takedown of Rivers of Light that I've ever heard. It, it's just frustrating no. because I, I like it, and I but I think it could do a hell of a lot better. Yeah. And it, it just feels like it's a bit of a wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone always says this about Rivers of Light, though. Mm. I feel I feel like people always have that sentiment about it that it just misses, and I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I mean, I've watched a video. I watched a video of the very first one with you know the the live act, you know the actors yeah. and the dancers and stuff. But man, man, I I wish they could get over the hump of it being really good. Yeah, yeah. But what were I you gonna get, say, it, Polly? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Well, no. I mean, I I think what 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 you said, Ben, is right that. If they use the IP in a way that makes sense, like when Dean went and they had a whole bunch of Jungle Book, and it kind of made sense if they just showed it, but they didn't, they weren't making it front and center necessarily. But exactly like he said is what you said. It, it didn't feel like it was part of anything, it was just kind of added in post. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and when I saw it, you know, they, they had they did have animated film footage in it but it wasn't it was like we're gonna show some storks then we're gonna show some disney storks we're gonna show some wildebeest we're gonna show some disney wildebeest that didn't bother me because it, it wasn't like now we're gonna show mufasa dead you know mm. <laughs> like it, 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 it was it was just it wow. wasn't trying to be that disney clip show it was more you know, this is this is the you know this is the rivers of light. Everything has to do with the water and all this stuff. So now we're going to show you all these animals. I, don't know. I can see where that would be really cool to show. Here's what the real life animal looks like versus what it looks like in a Disney animated film, especially for kids. Yeah. Like, who? What kid really knows what a real warthog looks like compared to Roomba right. from Lion King? I can see where that would be really neat. Yeah. yeah, and and you'll get people that go, "Oh, you're just shoving IP in there for no reason." It's like, well, actually, there is a reason. Like you say, you know, this is what a real warthog looks like. So, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, that would that would work really well. I, 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 I just I don't think they've got a a thread yet they haven't got a story no. and a structure they don't know what to do with it and they, it feels like they're just throwing things there and some bits are working really well and others are just clunky or misplaced but yeah, if they I mean, can if they can nail that structure it'll be it'll be a brilliant show yeah the parts where they just have the glowing floats you know like the drum yeah. floats the boats yeah. that kind of thing that was great. The big lotus, that is great. The water screen stuff is where it mm -hmm. starts to lose me. Yeah. Mm. But mm -hmm. the music and is that, fantastic. The music is fantastic. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I've got it on Spotify, and I, I listen to it fairly regularly. I think it's a brilliant soundtrack. So I'm, that's probably what's frustrating me more, because I want more of that um, with the with the images to to, to accompany it. But it's 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 way better than it was. You know, I, I remember seeing that Jungle Book show, and I couldn't see what was going on on the screen. I had no interest <laughs> in the, the remake anyway, so it was just like, oh, okay, fine, uh, yeah. I'll take it, I'll leave it. But it's it's got progressively better every you know, every time I've seen it on each new iteration. So fingers crossed they get there in the end. And meanwhile, um, the Tree of Life light show is going on, chugging on, and everyone just seems to like 
watch it, love it, and then not talk about it. Yeah, and it's brilliant. The, right. the, the little the little shorts they do are absolutely gorgeous. They're so good, so good, and nobody raves about them at all. Nobody. No, it, it, it's like it doesn't happen. Which I, I mean, I guess that's a. I hate to say it's a good thing and a bad thing because it's not being overhyped by anyone. Yeah. But you know, when you see it, when you happen across it, you're like, wow, I can't believe no one is talking about this yeah, yeah. like it deserves. Here's a little tip for you, actually. If you're, what we didn't realize was if you're walking from Africa to Asia around the back, yes, um, they play it on the back of the tree as well. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So it's a, re- yeah, it's a really good spot to watch it because obviously everybody stood in front of the tree on Discovery Island. We, we were walking, was it the Moonlight Magic Night? It was one night where we were walking, I think, trying to get to uh, Everest. And we, we heard the music and I could see some progression on the back and it was like, oh, that's a shame. You know, it's, it's on, but we're not going to be able to see it because it's on the back. But they do it on the back as well. And that back um, pathway was absolutely dead. So if you want a, a sort of nice little peaceful place to, to sit and watch those those little vignettes, that's definitely the place to go. Oh, that's great. And then maybe pop over and get an egg roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at Yak and Yeti. Zippity doo dah tip for today. Uh-huh. No. Perfect. I need to know how many times Ben and his family went to affection section. We just went we only went them once. But I did take a picture of it and sent it to you. Because yes. it, it did make it did make me think of that. Yeah, we uh, we we popped up um, to have a look at it because they they've kind of done a few different bits. So there's now the the animation bit that used to be at the studios where you can sit down and follow along and, and draw. So Vicky ended up doing it while I took the kids around the affection section and she drew a picture of Zazu um, and they just rolled that through. I think it's about half an hour. It was a bit longer than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's, it's pretty much every half an hour you can draw Mufasa, Simba, Zazu. It changes every time. Um, and that's literally taken up the middle of um, Rafiki's Planet Watch. So everything else is still there. Affection section is still there. All the um, displays, the windows that you can look through and see things going on, it, that's all there. They've just taken the space up in the middle. And it, annoyingly, the main entrance now isn't the main entrance because that's the exit for the drawing bit. So to get into Rafiki's Planet Watch, you have to go around the side of the building and technically go in the back door because everybody's coming out the front oh so it's it's all a little bit confused but it's not I, I wouldn't say it's changed they've just taken some space up with a heap load of chairs in order for somebody to sit in front of you and tell you how to draw Zazu it's that okay it's such, such um strange placement for that yeah it's it's weird it, I, I don't know why why they've done it um but the whole the whole bit of Rafiki's Planet Watch to me has always been weird to get the train up and get the train back mm-hmm. you know it's it's easier not to do it than it is to go up there it really is but animals are up there well yeah exactly and so, you can pet you know, them yeah can you imagine all these animals i mean we were we ended up watching there was two um were they dwarf donkeys that they've got there that they've been there since the park opened and they were we, we managed to time it just right that a couple of cast members came out and they were training them to stand on a box because they needed the hoof, their front hooves needed to be x-rayed because they're quite old mm-hmm. but because they're so short the x-ray machine doesn't go down low enough 
to, to x-ray their hooves. So they've had to train them to stand on a box instead. So one of them was really good at it and he was really well behaved and was getting treats all the time. And the other one wasn't having any of it. She was like, no, nah, I don't want to stand on this box. I'm too good oh. to stand on a box. I'm oh. good. Oh, that's that's a uh, that's a metaphor for this yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They were, <laughs> they were disgustingly cute donkeys as well. Oh. And they knew it. Yeah. Tweet me absolutely. a pic- Tweet me pictures of them. I did. Did I take? I might have taken pictures and forgotten to do them. But yeah, I can't remember what the names were. But they were. Uh, they were really, really sweet. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. And what was I going to say? What was the other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah, Kilimanjaro safaris. Yeah, so yeah. we 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 love safaris. It's absolutely brilliant. Kids love it. Um, we do it. I think we did six this time. Um, you know, and I, I'll tell everybody, do the safaris as many times as you can. Um, because I can imagine there's, there'll be some people that will do it once and go, oh, it's rubbish, we never saw any animals, and never do it again. Um, and we saw, over the course of six, we saw every every animal multiple times. We got some fantastic pictures and, and visuals of the lions. Um, but it got me thinking as to how it's evolved since it first started. Because can you remember when it was... Is it Big Red and Little Red and the poachers? I do. Yeah, way back mm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just because of all the palaver that was going on with Galaxy's Edge and everybody saying, oh, it's terrible. Oh, this, why have they done this? And why have they done that? Looking at Kilimanjaro Safaris now to how it was from day one and how that's changed over the years, it's not that Safaris was bad then. They've just evolved it. For the better, I think, um, but it's just—it was—I'd it, forgotten how different it was way back when. You know, I'm sure at one point you actually saw the body in the back yes. of the truck. Yes. Yeah. You sure and there did. was was there an animatronic of Little Red that was kind of yes. shaking its head at mm-hmm. you as you drove past? Them? Right. So I didn't dream that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was real. But you know, and now so we. They don't, I don't think they do the shaky bridge anymore. I think that's gone. We go over the bridge, but it doesn't shake anymore. You don't stop. Mm-hmm. One of them said we were going on a two-week safari. Nobody else did. Um, and I, I think they've now just kind of... It almost seems to be, right, do you know what? This is Animal Kingdom. This is our um, savannah. This is our safari. This is what we're going to do. There's no story behind it. This is what you've got. We're going to take you around these areas that we've built. It would be cool, actually, if they made a bit more about the the technical side behind it in terms of how, maybe that's the behind the scenes, but in terms of how they separate everything and how they make sure that, you know, none of the animals can get to you, that they're hiding right. away. Yep. But they, they, it is, you know, the multitude of rides that we did, it is literally now, you get on the truck, it's like, right, we're going to drive around, you're going to see some animals, there they are, here's some facts about them. Hey, did you know that carpies aren't related to zebras? They're actually a member of the giraffe family. I didn't know that. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. Either. I didn't know that until until six times later, where they say it the <laughs> first time every single time. <laughs> and my daughter's always my daughter every single time on the first one. She always remembers how flamingos turn pink, and then she'll go back to school and say, "Oh yeah, it's because they eat loads of shrimp." Yeah, you told us that last time. Um, but it, that's it. It is like okay, you're going on a safari. There's no. You're not going out for two weeks. 
you're not trying to find poachers they've just kind of scrapped all of that and i think it's the better for it because it's like we're going to look at animals we're going to try and find some animals let's go and find them and that's all it is and i think that's all you need i like that i appreciate that i agree yeah. I appreciate that. Now, is there still the part at the end where it like speeds up and you're like racing away from the nope. old from the old story? You know? No, no, it's all gone. All of it's mm. all of that story's gone. There's there's no reference to um, the only times they'll talk about poachers is in the spiel in terms of um, rhinos are um, poached for their horns for keratin. Um, that's it. That's the only time they'll even say the word poachers. There is, there is no story to it at all. There's, there's no backstory. There's nothing. It, it's just, get on the truck. Let's go and find some animals. Cool. Excellent. I, Tell me where they are. I just remember that that part, you know, toward the end where they were like, we got to go. We got to go help. And then all of a sudden the driver starts driving really fast and takes a couple corners pretty fast. And everyone's, yeah. you know, squealing like, whoa, what's going on now? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Trying, trying to hurry. I was just thinking, you know, do they do that at the end still? Surely not. No, no, it's all gone. Not unless he's <laughs> like, not unless the driver's about to, uh, you know, he's about to finish his break and he's late for lunch or something like that. <laughs> Everybody hold on. <laughs> yeah. We gotta what? save little red. <laughs> Who? What? Yeah, yeah wait. Yeah, that would be funny. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know about Galaxy's Edge then, yeah? Yeah, don't bury the lead. Yes. So yeah, as mentioned, obviously it was they announced the opening date when we were there, um, and it was like, oh no, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. So we we just steered clear of it. Uh, we ended up. Um, I managed to book uh, I had a reservation for Ogre's Cantina on the 4th thinking, okay the first few days, don't even bother going anywhere near it, we're, we're talking you know, 4 hour queues, all of this lot um, let's just stay clear, let's do the other parks, because hopefully it'll be a bit quieter um, and then we'll try and get the um, reservation for Ogre's, get that in there, and then at least we can get in the land and have a, have a walk around we book our fast passes as soon as the windows open. So, with there being no fast passes for Smugglers Run, it, we, I kind of accepted the fact that we probably weren't going to do it this time, because with a 30-hour maximum window for queuing up with the kids, there's no chance. It was no chance it was going to be 30 minutes of Smugglers Run at all. Um, so it was like, okay, you're probably not going to do Smugglers Run, but let's at least get in the land. Let's have a look. Get reservation for ogres. That means that they'll let us in because they have to. And then we'll see how we go from there. Um, and then as it was, obviously, as people are probably aware, Disneyland seemed to be quite quiet. And it was like, okay, so what's that going to mean for Florida? It's a different, you know, Disneyland is locals. Maybe they're steering clear. You know, why is it being so quiet? Florida's probably going to be different because it's tourists and all this lot. So, no, let's not hope that it's going to be quieter. But then as it turned out, it was actually okay. Um, it was when Dorian was threatening to hit as well. So as it was, we got, um, so Ogre's was booked for the Thursday. 
and Dorian hit the coast on the Wednesday. So mm. we'd got to sort of Sunday, Monday thinking, oh, does that mean that the parks are going to be shut on the Thursday? Who knows what's going to go on? Are we going to get in there? But even by then, it was um, sort of looking at the app, Smuggler's Run was a consistent 80 minutes, 80, 90 minutes all the way through. Uh, um, so it was like, okay, that seems lower than I was expecting, but I'm not going to complain. Um, we did end up going in, uh, I think, Saturday beforehand. We went into the studios. I will always call it MGM. So apologies in advance if I invert and say MGM, but in my head, it's always MGM and always we're all friends here. Life. We're yeah, all don't apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, still say it, Epcot Center and Communicore. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's always MGM to me. And so we went in. We we did Toy Story. We'd got a fast pass for uh, Slinky Dog. Wandered around, uh, and it was like, oh, you know. The, the entrance to Galaxy's Edge from Toy Story Land is open. There's no security, there's no people queues, there's nothing, so so let's go in. So we wandered in and it was busy-ish, but it wasn't packed. Um, and I made the mistake of looking at Twitter. So it had been open for, say, two, three days. And there was already, oh, there's this, and oh, the transition's rubbish, and oh, you can see Slinky Dog from here if you send it <laughs> in this particular one-foot section on a ladder and looking to easterly direction, and you can see the very top of Slinky Dog. And I'm reading all these things, and I'll oh, get a group, people, come on. It's, you know, this is a theme park we're talking about. So none of that really bothered me, and spent some and time in, in there. That tree will cover up yeah, the view of Slinky it's Dog. It's like, yeah, or there'll be something else that they're going to moan about anyway, so whatever. Um, so, Fatu, they've already, you know, there's all this thing about it's sort of around the Last Jedi era. Um, it's a different planet, so there's nothing explicitly referencing. Kylo Ren's ship is parked off in one corner, and we. Going through Toy Story Land entrance is what I'd probably consider the back. I think the main entrance is by where Star Tours is. That's probably their main yeah. entrance. So we, we encountered Kylo Ren's ship first in a um, sort of fairly open area. And it, it's it's bigger than I thought for a start. It's quite... It, sprawling's probably a bit OTT. But it's bigger than I thought, especially when we then walked to the other entrance exit where Star Tours is, where there's another big open flat area, and that's where the entrance for Rise of the Resistance is going to be. And there's an X-Wing park there, um, and in the middle is where the Millennium Falcon is. Genuinely, that area where the Falcon's parked, um, with the sort of uh, mountainous background behind it, uh, and everything's raised, so it's, it, it feels like it's low down and everything's kind of raised above you because there's steps up to a, an area where you can kind of overlook the rest of it. Was Jen, like, as I walked in and I saw it, and I'd seen pictures of it and I knew what to expect, it was still there in the flesh, proper prickles down the back of your neck. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Um, especially when you've when you may be exiting studios and you see the rock work, but the back of the rock work and how they're using the perspective to when you stood in it, everything meshes. But when you see it from an angle, the distance between all these different spikes is actually quite considerable. Mm. So it, all that kind of technical side of it is, is, is incredible. Um, as a piece of Imagineering, as a piece of design, as a piece of immersion, it's fantastic absolutely stunning um everything looks really 
like as you would expect my wife is not I would call a Star Wars person at all I think she's seen films in passing but she kept raving about the fact that the doors swooshed open as they do in the films little things like that um, and then we lucked out we ended up um, on the in fact it was the Friday uh, that we were supposed to have gone home because of Dorian um, it ended up we'd, we were in fact back at the villa and it was nine o'clock at night and I put the app on and looked at it and went smugglers run saying 25 minutes mm. and Vicky turned around and went well we could go in the car and go <laughs> it's like uh, let's see what happens tomorrow and we ended up getting it it was um, yeah it was nine o'clock part shut at ten and it was a half hour wait so we um, we'd gone to Epcot and we specifically went to studios just to ride smugglers run at half nine so we parked up in the car park at quarter past nine when everybody else was leaving it was very strange <laughs> um, and yeah queued uh, through queue area is cool the queue area immediately before where you're basically in the Millennium Falcon before you get into the cockpit, mind-blowingly good. Nailed hmm. on, looks absolutely perfect. It's They've done a brilliant job in sort of, you really don't know where you are in terms of where you're facing hmm. to get your bearings in terms of you, you walk through a doorway and all of a sudden you, you're on the Millennium Falcon. And it's, it's done exactly the same as the film. Superb, just brilliant. We walk on, there were, there, um, Flynn, our youngest, was tall enough to go on, so there were five of us. They didn't put a single rider with us. Um, the cast member at the start said, right, okay, you know, I've, I've got pilots, I've got gunners, I've got engineers. Um, so Kyrie, who's our eldest, she got a pilot. She said, who else wants to be a pilot? Vicky kind of looked at me, thinks she saw the look at my face and went, well, daddy better be the other pilot, shouldn't he? <laughs> and in my inside, I didn't say it obviously, but inside I was like, yes, yes, I damn yes. well should be. <laughs> yes, I do, yes. <laughs> Yes! Of course I should. Yes, that's Yay. fine. If somebody else wants to be a pilot, I suppose I'll be okay with it, but I really want to be a pilot. So yeah, so uh, <laughs> Ky Kyrie, my eldest, and I were pilots. Um, she then looked at Flynn, at how old he was, and basically said to him, yeah, you should you, you should be a gunner. I was like, okay, yeah, he can be a gunner. Uh, Piper, the middle one, she was a gunner as well. And then Vicky was just like, I don't mind, I'll go wherever. So she was an engineer <laughs> at the back. They didn't put a single rider with us, which I think helped because it meant we could just kind of shout at everybody, yeah, shout yeah. at each other while we were doing it. Family um, time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think it would have been a bit weird if we'd have got one person, particularly if they were then <laughs> sat in the back as an engineer. Shout at them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you, you get in the cockpit and it's exactly the same and it's really cool. And as a pilot, the one on the left goes left and right and the one on the right goes up and down and also does the hyperspace. And that is pulling the big metal lever. Now, there's four shiny silver levers. And I'm sure in the films, to go into hyperspace, he pulls all four of them back. That's I correct. Think. Yeah. No, you are 100% correct. Okay. On the ride, you only pulled the right one. And that threw me because I had my hand across all four of them, ready to pull them all back. And it didn't yeah. move anywhere. And I was mm. like, oh, oh, hang on. Oh, no, it's just that one. So that threw me for a bit. There is inertia which makes sense because you're, you're piloting a very big spaceship yes. but I was treating it initially like a video game so I was pushing the joystick to go up and down and expecting it to go quicker so yes. I hit a lot of stuff you were um, not getting you were not doing the lag like no like it's no, needed not at all um, the three in the back were just hammering buttons um, <laughs> and pretty much 
absolutely nothing else. Um, Button mashing. Yeah. So, okay, post-ride thoughts. We, I've only done this once, uh, and I think it will get better the more you ride it, which is probably a downside because if you only ever ride it once, you know, if you were there in the first few days, you were out there for two days and you queued for 80 minutes and that was the only ride that you did. And, you know, you were an engineer or something like that. Everybody's going to want to be a pilot, obviously. So there's going to be that issue. There's going to be, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know where you're going. You're reacting to everything that's going on. Um, you've got, you know, we've got kids, the youngest of one that's just going to hit buttons. It doesn't really matter. Whereas actually there is some times where it's like, you need to press that button and you press that button. and Everybody needs to be doing the same thing. So if there's a group of six of you that have done it three or four or five times, and there are ones that are happy to be engineers and gunners, you're probably going to have an absolute blast. But you have to satisfy that criteria to get the most out of the ride, which is an issue. I've only done it once, so I wasn't fully paying attention to everything that was going on on the screen. But I didn't see anything I recognised from the Star Wars universe. There was no TIE Fighters. We were flying around a planet that I didn't recognise initially. So it felt like I was playing a video game that was set in space. There's not a bit in space, you're on planets mainly, you're just hyperspacing between certain areas. But it didn't feel Star Wars-y enough, if that makes sense. It, it felt like it was, I just felt disconnected too much from it. I didn't feel like I was doing Star Wars. I felt like I was doing a really cool space simulator video game. Um, but there was, there was just lacking something that um, took me out of it and didn't quite grab me enough. So we came off having fun, but as a, and I'm not like a proper, I wouldn't call myself a hardcore, hardcore Star Wars fan. I've not watched The Clone Wars, I've not read any of the books, but I'm really into the movies. I grew up with them. Uh, I've played all the video games that are out there, all of this lot. So I'm kind of like a not super heavy, geeky, hardcore, but I'm, I'm up there and I'm aware of everything, there was still a slight disconnect. Now, Vicky hmm. probably appreciated more out of it because she doesn't know that much of the Star Wars universe, so she was just going with it. But she was sat in the back and she said, I was half looking at the screen, half looking at the buttons I had to press, so I didn't really know what was going on because I was looking out for where I got to press. Right. And that, that was all, that, again, that was the concern when people, like, this, this is what the ride's gonna be and here's a picture of the seats and, right, the TV adverts. Your mission space—it's it, kind of the same as mission space, and at a certain point you have to press a certain button. But with mission space, you're looking at the screen, and the buttons are kind of in front of you. On Smuggler's Run, you're looking at the screen in front of you, but the buttons are to the side, so you've got to look away from the action that's going on in order to go. Oh, I'm pressing that. I'm doing this. Um, right. And she was saying it—it it, it just kind of threw her a little bit. So it's a good ride. I really want to do it again. Um, I've heard stories that apparently there were supposed to be a bit like Star Tours. There were supposed to be initially six different scenarios, and then that got reduced down to three, and now it is literally one, and that's it. Um, and it, it might be one that, I don't know, I put a post on Facebook on a, on a particular group where I'd said if there was something along the lines of, the bit I love out of Star Wars is Return of the Jedi, Death Star 2 going through the middle of that, that middle section when you're flying through the center of it. Something like that. Not necessarily that, 
but something that's recognizable that you like you know everybody wants to do the speeder bikes everybody wants to do the trench run and you got to do the trench run in star tours and it was amazing and right. i wish they'd bring it back don't necessarily do the trench run again because that's been done but something you know a crate from the last bed i say or um jacku or, or something that's in that universe but you recognize it from the films and you get to do that bit their their insistence on this is a new area this is a new land this is a different section that you've never uh, you've not come across initially it's just it's a disconnect that isn't it, it hasn't grabbed me as i hoped it would but that's not to say that it won't once i get used to it once i go back there once i've done smugglers run a few times before um and that's kind of where i am in the you know it's people are slating it and i don't think it's as bad as people are saying i don't it's not a bad ride it's an amazing piece of kit uh and i think imagineering wise it's, it's fantastic and i hope that they do new scenarios on it over time that are more recognizable because i think that will draw more of a mainstream audience in um you know there's still stormtroopers walking around you know the stormtroopers walking around and talking to each other is great fun um you know the millennium falcons there kylo and ships there there's a couple of droids there but ogre's cantina was good fun i wouldn't say it's for kids at all i think it will be of evenings for uh, groups to go along and and have some drinks and have a laugh but i, I wouldn't i don't think it's good for kids because there's not any, enough reference to the star wars movies for them to go oh there's that no look daddy there's this and oh that's that guy because again right. they're trying to keep it separate to the movies um the music's really cool um it's damned expensive like really expensive um yeah. ridiculously so so yeah it's a weird kind of juxtaposition of there's odd little bits where it's like oh there's a stormtrooper and oh there's that and oh there's kylo ren ship but that's like 10% of the land and the rest of it is you've got you're going to have to get used to it everything everything else is new to you so you have to kind of write what's this and how does this work and who's he and, and where does that go um, you know and I've had a couple of people come back on social media and say oh well you know that's him from Clone Wars how can you not know that well because I've not seen that and not everybody yeah. will have done see I um, wonder if um, you know, a couple of things that, that come to mind from what you said. I wonder if they will do more of that different missions after episode nine comes out. Because then the, the quote-unquote Skywalker saga will be complete. That nine section of films that this is kind of based off of will be done. And so I'm, I'm not, not, not saying that they were going to spoil anything. But it, it's almost like, okay, this universe is set up. Now we can, you know, start. You, you start on Batu and you end up back on Batu. But then where you go in the middle can be, you know, maybe they can throw in something like Crate or something like that. But yeah. I can also understand from an Imagineering standpoint, they don't want to make Star Tours 3.0. No. It feels like that, you know? you know? Yeah, I know. And it's, it's probably one of those where they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. If they'd yep. have put a scenarios like Star Tours, people would have turned around and gone, oh, well, it's just Star Tours, but you're holding a joystick. Right. You know, you've just, yeah. you've just mashed up Star Tours and Mission Space. And well mission done. Mission Space, right. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing I thought of when you said how, you know, it's not quite Star Wars. I have a feeling that this land is going to work best 
for the uber super Star Wars fan that has seen all the movies, seen all the TV shows, read some of the books, if not all the books, collects the comic books, maybe has Star Wars stuff in their home. And also for people like your wife who are, they're aware of Star Wars, but are not, you know, not really fans, but you know, it's like, okay, it's nice. It's Star Wars. Like those two ends of the spectrum, this Mm. might do best for for the people that are rabid fans of just the films, that might not be enough Star Wars because, like you said, there's things from the Clone Wars put in. Like I know who Hondo Tanaka is because I because yeah. I saw the series. Yeah, uh, I'll no recognize idea. right. Yeah. I'll recognize a lot of the droids. I recognized all the ships, but that's my level of Star Wars fandom. That's not everybody. It's yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it develops. It, it, I, it it's going to evolve, and I, I've got a feeling it's going to be in a few years' time. It'll be one where everybody's like, "Yeah, actually, a bit like Pandora." You know, everyone's like, "What? Why are they doing Pandora, and what? How are they going to make mm. this work?" And mm. then I think you know, over time, it'll be you know, it's really good. They've done a really good job. I like spending time there. This is good fun. That's good fun. Things will probably change. Um, you know, th- there wasn't a lo- a lot of so should we say entertainment but there were you know regularly there were stormtroopers walking around to talk how they do it because it sounds like the speech is pre-recorded but some works well when they're actually talking to people you know a a, a stormtrooper kind of stopped in front of flynn while vicky was holding him and basically said to him are you here to cause trouble (laughs) and he's like no Good. Carry on, and then walked away. And it was, you know, simple things, but it was, it just worked really well. Um, mm-hmm. I got a picture of them stood in the little overlook where it overlooks the, the Falcon. Yeah. Two of them were wandering around, then stopped, looked at it, and went like, "Oh, is this that ship that they keep talking about?" Yeah. It doesn't even look like it's going to take off, and then they just wandered <laughs> off. It was, just, you know, little things like that, and it was like, yeah, that's that's where you nailed it. That's where you absolutely got it. That's that Disney magic. Um, those little bits that you know not everybody's going to see but if you're there at the right time it, it's just something really special oh and that's the best um, part it's it's the live yeah. people it's the people it's the cast members yeah but yeah, it's yeah. also unscheduled it's not something that you queue up for you know it's not no. go over here instead of fast pass it's just be in the land and i don't know if you ran into the other two um characters that roam uh ray or Vi. um no and, and they add to the land even more because they're yeah. the other. They're the other way. They recruit people to help spy on where Kylo Ren is. Yeah. Or you know they have little kids be on the lookout for when stormtroopers approach. We did encounter. Uh, we were walking out the land, so it was probably about ten minutes before the park shut as well. And where the X parked up, it's obviously blocked off, so you can't get up to it. But um, Chewbacca and a cast member were there underneath the x-wing repairing it and then they took something out and they put it in a toolbox and then walked out and started taking a couple of pictures and then walked off and it was like yeah chewie's just fixed x-wing it's like they didn't need to do that but it was and there were there weren't even 10 people there watching what he was doing yeah but they you know it was just like yeah you you 10 people were gonna do something for you right now right always because because you're here because you're here yeah yeah so it's i I like it. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's an amazing piece of design and imagineering. Um, 
and I think over time I'll probably grow to love it even more. It, it was, I, I think, just because it's new, so you, you don't know what to expect. You have an idea in your head of what you would want it to be, what you hope it'd be. You kind of then get not coloured because a lot of the stuff that was on social media was was just I was like, oh come on, people, you know, get a grip. There's there's more important to be worrying about. Um, and yeah, it's I, I'm very interested to see how it evolves over time. But it's certainly not a failure by any stretch of the imagination. The thing I fear about when I see it, and it's not because I built it up in my head, but much like when I went to see the last couple Avengers films, I was so overwhelmed is not the right word, but I was just trying to absorb so much that I almost lost myself and I wasn't able to enjoy it as much because I was, yeah. I, it was like I was studying it. And, and so like, it, you know, at, at, again, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge, but you know, I came out of um, Avengers Endgame and more it's like, what did you think? And I said, I need to see it again before I can tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I, I literally, I went through, I laughed, I cried. Um, you know, I mean, there's are characters that I've spent the last 10 years watching and I, I don't know what to think. And I, I fear that's what's going to happen the first time that I go to Galaxy's Edge. And yeah. I did see, you know, again, people, oh, no one's crying when they walk into Galaxy's Edge. I can't say I'd cry seeing the Millennium Falcon, but considering that that ship was something that I saw in my first movie when I was two years old, yeah, I might. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly I, I was going to have an emotional reaction to it. You know, I, I'm British. We don't do emotions anyway. No, um, not at all. No, but it, it really was like, yeah. And and I walked in, and I mean, they, they've they've designed it so whichever way you walk into that section, you are going to get like an amazing view of it, and that will be front and centre. Um, right. And I, I stood there for a good thirty seconds, and then I just ran to Vicky and I said they could have just had this and nothing else they didn't even need rides you could have literally just had this section and that's it and that's your star wars land and loads of people would have been happy because it was it's there it's there in reality it was you know it's incredible it's absolutely brilliant i mean i um, had that feeling when you walk in and you get these scale ad ad in front of star tours yeah I and mean, that's not even a full scale ad you know oh, it's full size not yeah <laughs> It's only but, that's only a baby. Yeah, that, no, that, yeah. That's it's just like, a teenager. That's a tenth scale ad act. Come on, twenty stories tall. Those things were anyway. That's uh, neither here nor there. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I can't wait. But at the same time, yeah. Amy, how do you feel about it? I think it sounds fantastic. Um. You know, you, you said that people would say, oh, it's just Star Tours with a joystick and you're just driving it. To me, that sounds really exciting as someone who loves Star Tours. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you could be like Captain Rex flying everything yes. around and like yeah. messing it up and, you know, doing whatever. I mean, it would oh be sort of odd to be riding it and not see familiar things. Because I think that, you know, it's obviously what makes Star Tours work so well. But Star Tours is also a very passive experience and you're watching it versus like actively driving something. But then if you're seeing things and you don't recognize any of it, I can see where people are like, what is this? 
you know so i i can see where maybe it's not connecting with people but smuggler's run sounds really cool anyway I, it is just yeah. driving something or you know that would totally be me in the back being an engineer or something and like just like pressing stuff <laughs> like <laughs> what does this with you you know just going crazy back there and like i would be the single rider so i would be you know i would be the one shoved in there <laughs> with some family that's like like just someone in with us Ugh, you know You'd be an honorary <laughs> bowers yeah. <laughs> yeah, we take you in. That'll be fine. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it sounds. Oh, it sounds wonderful. It really does. Oh. It is. What I, it's, what, it's, what I think would be fun is if you go in there and no matter what role you have, you're just quoting Rex from Star Wars. <laughs> We're not gonna like... make it. We're not gonna make it. <laughs> Hold on, Art. <laughs> I've never done this before. <laughs> This is my first flight. You know. <laughs> I'm still getting used to my programming. Oh Wait. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just total ridiculousness. Totally ridiculous. Oh, See, and I think I Amy it. would enjoy it because DJ Rex is over at Ogus. He is, yeah. He's on the decks. <laughs> Rex is on the decks. Rex is on the decks, spinning the tunes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> I love it. So oh. what I don't understand, this is, I guess, a little bit off topic, but what I don't understand is how they're going to, um, are they going to try to integrate Star Tours into Galaxy's Edge? Or is it just going to be like, here's the Star Wars thing, and then, you know, Muppets Courtyard, and then here's Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, is, Muppets, is Muppets Courtyard going to be not long for this world? Better not be. I'll be very, very upset if that goes. Me too. Yeah, I, I think right now the quote-unquote official story is that Star Tours is still part of that studio park where you are riding a movie, and it's a movie set, whereas Batuu is an actual place that you're going to. It's so strange, though, for it to be... Yeah. You know? Yeah right there but not right there and and yeah. like i've looked at google earth how many times and i'm like all right what kind of long ass back hallway can you build <laughs> to reverse the queue and you know make make you don't have to move the simulators but you know maybe the ad act goes away i don't know uh you, you can you can make it almost like the, you know how walking to the soren third theater oh geez. really long you're like over by Canada. Yeah, Canada. you're Canada. Yeah, you're like, oh, this hallway's forever. Oh, walking off uh, Frozen Ever After. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a good mile and a half track. That's, that's a good point too. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been interesting? A little armchair engineering. Yes, Millennium like Falcon pilot chair engineering. Mm. What if Star Tours had been the entrance? To Galaxy's Edge, oh, yes. and when you exited off of Star Tours, you did walk through like a path or hallway or something, like you had landed somewhere, yeah. and you were walking, you know, exiting the airport or whatever there, and then you walked out into like a little forest, and then you're walking down and the path, and too. then all of a sudden you're there. That's awesome. I like that I'm, idea. I'm sure someone else thought of that other than yeah the end of every star tours <laughs> ride ends with batu yeah. black spire outpost yeah wouldn't that have been cool somehow i mean 
I agree. You know. Those darn Muppets! That sounds like... Yeah, those darn Muppets. That sounds <laughs> like what they're doing with the Star Wars Hotel. Hmm. Yeah, where's that, that going? The, that's actually behind... Okay, so... Um, it's... <laughs> It's kind of behind and on the other side of the street of the studios. So the way that they are, or at least what I've seen, the way that they're going to transport guests from their starship is they will board via a, you know, a connecting tunnel. And it's like one we've seen, you know, most recently, probably in Rogue One, uh, where they have like the extendable tunnel that goes to your ship. The ship is a bus. The bus doesn't have Mm. windows. The bus has screens. So as the bus is driving, they're pumping in like that ship noise and engine noise and there'll be rumble floors and it'll make it feel like you're landing on a planet. And then when you dock down on Batuu, they'll have the same thing. The, the, you know, the doors will open and it'll make the noise and then you walk through. So you're never actually outside. You don't see the bus. You know, it's kind of like yeah. over at Universal, the Hogwarts Express. There are no windows and no and no doors. <laughs> I bet Via Reconstruct on Twitter has aerial shots. Oh yes. Of of where the Star Wars hotel is versus where the studios Batu Spire yes. the um, the Black Spire outpost. The uh, yeah Via Reconstruct actually has uh, if I remember correctly where he posits at least three places where the entrance from the Star Wars resort would be. Um, And one of them is very intriguing because it basically drops you off smack dab in the middle of the land, which is cool. Because, I mean, you know, you walk in, you literally emerge from the doorway, and you've got Rise of the Resistance on your right side and Smuggler's Run on your left side. And you're entering from the land? That's at Epcot. Yes, that's right. You fly (laughs) over on Soren. Patrick says, nice work, buddy. And then you get out, and then you're on Batuu. It's, it's another route that's been designed by Paulie at adventuresoutthertravel.com. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, another little thing that's off topic. Did you see the updated on-ride video in Living With The Land? Uh, yes, I did, and and because I'm that sort of person, I took pictures of it and posted them on social media. Yes. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> yeah. it, it was some of my favorite in park music is the music that's playing as you go through that barn, and they're yeah. showing those videos. Like, you that, know, that in India, guitar, we're learning. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I could it's listen so to good. that all day in the in the background while I'm you know cleaning or doing whatever. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So this, this, that actually brings me really nicely to something I wanted to talk about with you because there was a thread on Twitter for, is it Chris with a K? Who mm-hmm. was going on about um, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the people mover, and basically talking about like why is it considered a classic attraction and why does everybody love it? And I've kind of said this before in terms of if you think about the TTA as a ride, it doesn't really do anything and yet we ride it multiple times every time we go and I don't know why and it's like those people kind of going oh well you know it's movement and it goes through all the rides and everything like that and then all this and I got thinking actually do you know what as well makes that ride for me and I think it's the same person that does living with the land is the voiceover 
has got the most relaxing, calming voice I can think of. Mm. And I, I'm sure it's the same person that does Living With The Land as well. I'm sure it is the guy that does the People Mover and Living With Land is the one and the same person. And they are two of the most loved, timeless rides. I will happily do Living With The Land day in, day out. But as an attraction, if you're describing it to somebody that's never been to Disney, it's like, yeah, you sit on this boat that goes like one mile an hour and you look at a couple of pictures of people growing stuff. And then you go in a big greenhouse... Yeah, you go in a big greenhouse and there's a nine pound lemon and a pumpkin that's shaped like a Mickey head and then you get off. There's a tomato tree. Yeah, like, and, and people will look at you going, you, you do what now? And it's like, yeah. How, how many times did you ride that? Yeah. Six. Why? Yeah, quick. And you know, the TTA weird. is the same. What happens in the TTA? Well, you go yeah. through all the other rides in Tomorrowland. What, and that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know, but it's really relaxing and I do it every time and it's always the last ride that we do in Disney World before we go home. If someone someone were to look at me and sincerely say, I don't like living with the land or I don't like the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover, I would just think they were uncultured swine. Like I, I would just think they were gross because those two attractions are perfect. There's they're they're just the pinnacle. I, anyone here here's my favorite part. Anyone can ride them. Yes. Yep. Does, doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, as long as you can go up the the moving walkway to get up to where the people mover loads. Or with living with the land, you walk straight into the boat and sit down. You don't have to climb up or climb down into a vehicle. Yep. You just go sit on a little bench, stand up, walk straight out. And, and they're gentle. There's nothing scary except for like the thunderstorm, maybe. On <laughs> living with the land, the music is the soft. Prairies. And, yeah, the prairie. Yeah. Oh no, there's a there's a buffalo. Oh no, there's a chicken. There's a goat. Like, look out for that gopher. You see hydroponics. I mean, it's in a legal see, way. You know, in a very legal way. <laughs> Don't touch the sand. No, no, just, don't touch anything. No, I mean, they're <laughs> beautiful. How how can anyone say like, what's the big deal about the people mover? What you want to do, Paul, is you want to do the behind the weeds tour. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's, hydroponic. it's slowly <laughs> becoming legalized in yeah. areas of this it country. Is. Won't it be is. Long. It is. It's medicinal here. Uh, it, yeah. they're, they're the two most relaxing rides in Disney, nah. and it's that honestly, it's that guy's voice is like, what is it is it ASMR that everybody's going on about at the moment? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah, that. Yeah. It's it's big ASMR. Is that guy's voice? It is so calming, and you just sit and you're like, oh, oh this is nice. See, and it's funny. Now I want to start up a hashtag of uh, explain an attraction badly because <laughs> because we've done <laughs> we've done, we've done a couple. Where it's like, uh, you know, my, what's, Paul, what's your favorite attraction at the Magic Kingdom? It's like, oh, I like where you get in the boat ride and the dolls yell at you in different languages. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't yell at you. <laughs> That's Mexico! Yes, That's no. not Rio del Tiempo! What are oh, you no. talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I That's the wrong attraction. 
I tricked you. I tricked you. That's you another did boat trick ride. Me. I did, that's another boat ride where dolls yell at you yeah. in the language. Don't, I'm doing don't the yet. crowd. The music's good and loud. <laughs> 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 Sir, that's a real dolls yell. There you go, mate. So you, much. You, 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 you sit on a boat, dolls yell at you while you try to find a duck. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. What? I now... Are there even any more dolls in El Rio de Tiempo? Or not El Rio? Uh, yeah, in a there's still... Um, Grand Fiesta yeah, tour? Grand Fiesta. There's mm-hmm. still some in, like, that last scene with the fireworks on the ceiling. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's uh, Dio de Muerte. Mm-hmm. That's another ride I really like, and I don't really know why, but I'll happily ride that over and over again. Yeah. Oh, me too. Love that yeah. one. There's something calming about a slow-moving attraction where you just sit on a little bench and go through and you look at stuff. You are literally on a bench. You're 100% right. Yeah. And if you think about the classic Disney attractions, Haunted Mansion, you're on a moving bench. Really? Pirates of the Caribbean, moving bench. Jungle Cruise, moving bench. All of the Omnimovers are moving benches. The king of the moving bench was Journey, or uh, Universe of Energy. Universe yeah. of Energy, World of Motion. World of Motion. You're, very you're, ironically you're, named. <laughs> yes. Uni- yes. Universe of Energy is a very, very slow bench. Yeah, very slow, very large. Oh, yeah. Very Ages. large bench. Also, maybe sort of a, an allegory to the Brontosaurus. Why? Maybe. Seems to be large and... Soren. Yeah, Soren, yeah. The current yeah. classic is a mm-hmm. large bench. In the air. In the air. That's right. Exactly. Like something about those attractions where you can just sit down and it moves slowly and you just look at stuff and you just don't have a care in the world. Completely passive. You don't have to worry about, you know, oh, <laughs> do I need button. to press this? Do I need <laughs> to shift here? Is this going to go upside down? Am I going to like throw up on a, a hill or something like you know, those or are my favorite attractions. My cousins, when they were little, I believe they were eight and five, respectively. And their first trip to Walt Disney World, we had a big family vacation down there. Before every attraction, they would ask the same two questions. Do you get wet? And are there any jumps? <laughs> we're trying See? to figure out what they've ridden that has jumps. <laughs> jumps. I bet they <laughs> meant hills. I bet they, they meant hills. They probably meant hills, but are there any jumps? No, the there's jumps. no jumps. No jumps on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> there is a hill, though. There's a hill. There's two hills. Oh, funny. There's just one hill in Florida, sir. Well, you gotta go back up. You disembark first. Yeah. Still I'm not counts. letting you get by with this misinformation. There's no, 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 no. There's, there's a slight... There's a slight uphill right after Jack Sparrow. This is a factual podcast, sir. We need the facts. Just the facts. Just the sir. facts, ma'am. <sighs> so, is there I'm not letting, is there... him, not letting him get away with it, man. All right, Especially fine. not One when hill. we have company. That's true. One hill. No shenanigans by me. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to cover? So, I'll, I'll run through a couple of quick bits then. Uh, so, um, happily ever after. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So it's been long enough now. It's definitely not as good as Wishes.
you've had time to let it yeah. percolate. I've, yeah. I've seen I've seen it enough times now where it's it's definitely not as good as wishes. There's too much stuff going on. There's too much going on in the castle and fireworks at the same time. The soundtrack is not as good. The story's not as good. Yeah, wishes. I loved wishes. I, I miss I miss it dearly. The the soundtrack I still play regularly, but the show Happily Ever After is just it's not as complete as wishes is so i'm just gonna stick it out there and die on that sword um <laughs> breakfast at the plaza gardens is the best value food on property Ooh, tell me about that so um they do breakfast now you can have uh lob was it lobster eggs benedict i think oh, you can have steak oh, and eggs oh. they do a i mean you can have you could literally have steak and eggs and a beer at nine o'clock in the morning um it's like oh welcome to america yes um, it's but it's really good value and i'm waiting for them to put the prices up because the f amount of food that you get and the quality of it and where you are considering in in park is yeah. great great stuff highly recommend that um we've got, i've never heard yeah. of any of this like this is news to me breaking news yeah i didn't oh. know they had breakfast yeah, no. yeah, yeah they did it last year they started last year midway through last year where have we been, Polly? Yeah. Not at Walt Disney World. Indeed. Not at the plaza. <laughs> yeah, right? Get yourself there for breakfast. It's great. And it's wow. one of the only places that you can get breakfast, I think, in the park as well. Um, mm. uh, apart from you, bits and pieces at Starbucks. You, know, you got your crystal, crystal Palace buffet. Oh, yeah. Uh, breakfast lasagna. Yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. You go, I mean, well, yeah, that's more for the characters. Um, yeah, true. Guests, and it's... Three King Stefan's Banquet Hall. Yeah. <laughs> if Cinderella's you're made Royal of money. Table. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cinderella's Royal Table. Which, I have to tell you, of all of the character breakfast, that is the one that felt the most rush. Yes. And it's like, sit yeah. down, here's your princess, here's your princess, here's your princess, here's your princess, here's your bill. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> and it's not I even a buffet, be... so you get no. one plate of food and that's it. Oh. And it's yeah. not, yeah, it's not even a buffet, and it's not even like family style. All you can eat, like they won't bring you another skillet, like at, uh, you know, Akashus. Nothing. It's here's your plate. Get out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing that again. We, no. um, that was one of the most disappointing ones we've done. I'm trying to think I if agree. there's one we haven't done now. I think we've pretty much covered all the character meals in one form or another, and that and. Um, Akashus were the two probably most disappointing ones, and the yeah. one at the is it the Swan or the Dolphin? I haven't done that one. That uh, one we, there, we but that was more because of the food was ropey. Mm -hmm. we ropey. I need ropey. To, I need a definition of ropey. Ooh, a uh, little bit manky. I need a definition of manky. <laughs> bit. Oh, I can't think of any more. That's the problem. <laughs> Well, then tell me what it means. Just a bit. I don't know. Just a little bit. Dodgy? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Bit, it was definitely dodgy. dodgy. It was just, this. Yeah. Just not great. It just wasn't particularly pleasant. It was. The, the food was like just. Everything was either slightly overcooked or slightly undercooked. Ew. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what's awful no. is undercooked bacon. You know what's awful is Walt Disney World bacon. And I'm very sorry to say that on this podcast. It is the thinnest molecule of bacon that they can possibly get away with without it falling apart. 
Yeah, mm. try, t- try telling my six-year-old daughter that. She loves the stuff. Oh. Well, yeah, but you got to get a plate full of it to get, like, a mm. regular piece of bacon, which is yeah. fine. you got to go to the right places. Yeah, you do have to root through on the buffets. Breakfast buffets, it does <laughs> take a good 15 minutes to root through the bacon to get those nice crispy ones out. I figured I out what root through means. I've, I've got that down. I, I can understand that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, I got that. <laughs> Canteen doesn't have breakfast, does it? I don't believe so, but I would say that Gaston's Tavern probably has those cinnamon rolls bright and early. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't think Sunny Eclipse is over there uh, slinging that hash over there that early. I, I think he opens at 1030. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, he opens up for lunch. Yeah. I can't imagine which... Can you imagine doing breakfast at the Bay's? I would like eggs and bacon. Okay, you can order your eggs here. <laughs> you, have yeah. your, you have to get the, the bacon over at Bay B. Like, yeah, they've they've got rid of all of that now. That's yes. all gone. Thank yes. goodness. Oh, Good. What a nightmare that was. I still will laugh and joke about that forever. Because oh, that who, was like, who, I mean, who thought that was a good idea? I mean, I get it from a purely, well, if you want to stand in line just for this, then you can. Like, yeah, that's great. What family only orders one thing? Exactly. Yeah. What what family are you going to put together and have them all want their food from the same bay? Yeah. We would None. all like the six people want half the chicken. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. No. Work. It's not happening. <laughs> it's it's, not it's totally, happening. totally not happening. It's not happening. So, all right. But breakfast. yeah, there's not, there's not much breakfast at the Magic Kingdom. I didn't realize no. that until you guys mentioned that, but because I'm just not a, not a big breakfast eater in general. Is there, is there breakfast at Pecos Bills or at Tortuga Tavern? No, no, no. You know, no. there's just not much breakfast over there, is there? <laughs> no, no, not a lot. Studios is even worse. Oh, well, and yeah, Tony's, does yeah. have, Tony's has probably the worst breakfast that I've done. I didn't know Tony's had breakfast. Not good. They have like Italian versions of breakfast food. Let me me back it up. Italian American versions of breakfast. So the potatoes have Parmesan. No. 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 Oh, no. It's like a muffin with covered in marinara sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a bit dodgy, this. It is dodgy. (laughs) Sounds a bit manky, this. Well, Well, manky, that is. Look at you! <laughs> I'm going oh, to he's gonna. You. By the time we end this recording, Ben is just gonna completely disavow any infection. <laughs> they call you Amy from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Destroying goodwill left and right. That's our show. <laughs> Oi, if if I could even approach a Kentucky accent, I'd try and give it a go to get my revenge. But I know full well I can get nowhere near y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. All you got to do is pretend you're the Kentucky Colonel with 11 grams of spice. I mean, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't all talk like that, but I mean, no. that's a stereotypical, stereotypical tomator voice. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Uh, you see, you're not even okay. doing it right. I've been training you for like okay. five years, and you're still okay. botching it. The word, the word can't. Yes. Rhymes with paint. Paint. Can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, you don't say the t at the end so hard. Okay. You sort of, you sort of swallow that. You say I'll it with can... the back of. I can't. I can't. I'll work. Yes. 
Yeah, you sound, like you got, you sound like you got a furball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the mascot of the university I graduated from is the Wildcat. So. It's true. There you go. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Mm. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to touch on, Ben? Uh, yeah, go on then. Um, we had a really bad Jungle Crew skipper, and it ruined the ride. Yeah. Oh, jeez! What happened? Yeah. He, he, it was a guy, he was, I'm going to say he was in his 60s, and he did a really, really basic script, uh, mumbled most of it, could barely hear what he was saying, and it just killed it. And it was, yeah, it, it, it was one of the first um, Jungle Cruises I've done where it really highlighted just how important the skippers are. And in all honesty, and I think I put it in one of the tweets, I said if 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 one of the head honchos was on that ride, or if Bob Chapek <laughs> was sat on that ride, he would turn around and go, get Dwayne Johnson on the phone to do an automated spiel, and then we'll just have the boats drive themselves. He, he, oh, was, an advert, he was an advert for not having skippers. He was dreadful. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. No, I come to think of it, I've never had a skipper on that ride who looked like they were older than maybe 30. Yeah, that's, that's what surprised point. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was, you know, when he, when we got on, I was like, oh, you're old. And I, I kind of got my hopes up because I was thinking, <laughs> this guy's I'm been sorry. around for a while. The way you said that, oh, you're old. Yeah, you know, you're like, you're yeah, an old well, dude, you know, so. he, he's from the original Jungle Cruise with Walt Disney. I mean, he should know. Yeah. So I, I got my hopes up. I thought, well, this could be interesting. You know, this isn't some whippersnapper, you know, uh, just come out of college 19-year-old that's just going to rattle on a whole load of jokes, which is what you tend to get when you do Jungle Cruise, or at least when which we I, do. Which I love. <laughs> yes. But he was just like, uh, here's the backside of water. Oh. Even the even the jokes, he wasn't doing the punchlines, you know. Oh, no. Do you know how we know this is an African elephant? It's got big ears. And, no, no, that's not the joke. <laughs> no, oh! That's not how it goes. What are you doing? I wonder if you guys got pranked or something. Like I don't know. This is was, so bad. Yeah, it really was not not great at all. It's the the worst worst jungle cruise we've ever done, like by a long, long way. And it mm. really stood out and it was it, it made me think, wow, if if the wrong person sat and watched you do that because you could do jungle book uh, jungle book jungle cruise without skippers quite easily you just have yeah. the automated boat and you have an automated spiel and it times in when and you it see it sound like see. a radio yeah yeah and and it just does that and you you could easily get away with it i'm still surprised they haven't done that yet i wouldn't be surprised if they do at some point combine uh, jungle cruise with with a smuggler's run technology and just yeah. have, have you, you know, a pilot and engineer, map reader, yeah. and like all these people. Yeah, there's the boat. Get on, drive yourself. Come on, get on with it. <laughs> we ain't got time, we ain't got time get to mucking about. Well, you know how they have the jungle, the junior jungle skipper drive through the cave? <laughs> just have it at the yeah. beginning. Just have it at the beginning. <laughs> all right, who wants to be skipper today? Wait, oh, what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> My goodness. Oh. Uh, so, um, uh, Epcot, food and wine. Uh, if you're going to food and wine this year, go to Appleseed Orchard in Canada. It's amazing. Nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. It's new for this year. It's in the O Canada um, Circle Vision 360 area. So, the um, 
bar bits that you lean on to watch the film, they've I think they've actually added like a bit in between so you can put plates on it. Um, there's there's wine flights, there's hard cider flights, there's the food is really good. Um, they've got the frozen apple pie, the apple blossom sky cocktail is gorgeous. Um, out of all the food and wine stands, that is the best one because everything that they've got is fantastic. So I highly recommend that, and it looks really me, pretty inside. Let me ask a question. Go on then. So they uh, they eliminated the Martin Short movie, and they're using the theater for food and wine. Yeah, but yep. there's a new there's a new one coming in. I think isn't there? There's a new film yes. coming in at some point. What a low blow for Martin Short. Like, well, he's been wow. there a long time. Has it been there a long time? It, it seems yeah. like it's just been there three or four years to me. No. I don't know why. Oh, it's, it's been there a long forever. time. Oh, okay. I, was, yeah, I didn't I'll realize see. it had been that long. Imagine that you had an attraction at a Disney park and they were like, they took it out and then just used it for food service. <laughs> It's like when they closed Timekeeper, or like didn't have it running during the um, the very merry Christmas party that I went to with my parents, and they used the uh, they used the theater for it as queuing for taking your free photo. Oh. And they had backdrop set up, and they would take your free photo. That that is a blast from yeah. the past. Yeah. And yes, they that is a Timekeeper that. pun. <laughs> yeah, they updated that in two thousand seven. Oh my goodness, so is it 12 years? Yeah. That seems... Wow. And it's and it's going to be amazing. replaced by, which is kind of neat, it's going to be replaced by a new Circle Vision film, but it's going to be seamless. So it's going to be oh, a complete clever. 360 all the way around. Unlike Martin Short. Ben, has Martin Short ever had a facelift? Wow. I, mm, I, he might well have done. I'm trying to think when I last saw him. You know, like he's in he's in the he's in the uh, film in uh, Disneyland Paris as well. He's probably had work done. They all have. Yeah, yeah. Cinema, he was in Cinemagique. So maybe my joke is is more you know realistic than yeah relevant than, than just being rude about Hollywood. <laughs> um, Giradelli aren't giving out samples anymore at uh, Disney Springs. Oh, no. Oh, what? Yeah, and... Outrage. Food and Wine Festival, the Girardelli uh, section that was in... So the uh, festival center's not in Wonders of Life anymore? Yes. Uh, Play so, Pavilion. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're doing the... Dis, um, demonstrations and stuff is now at the there's like a bit in between is it between Canada and the UK it's by the UK um, there's like a, a section that you can walk oh, past and not see the World Place yeah where they do the um, with, uh, what was it like cheerleaders and stuff have competitions and stuff in the, yep. in the back yeah, 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 yeah so that's where they're doing the demonstrations and then the Girard the Girardelli area that was in the Festival Centre and Wonders of Life is now in the foyer of the Cirque the old Cirque of Life film in the Land Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> Where they so, still have wall carpet. They yeah, still have so wall carpet. It's about it's about a ten foot space. 
now they are dishing out samples. Oh. So you can go in there and get a sample, but it's not the caramel squares that they've done for the last few years. It's now 70% dark chocolate. Look. Who wants that? No Yeah, my, my kids were not happy. <laughs> I would rather not have any chocolate than to be handed 70% dark chocolate. No. I like, I like 70% dark chocolate, but it's not a patch on their caramel squares. And that's like when you go to someone's house on Halloween, you know, ring the doorbell, ding dong, trick or treat, and they give you that special dark Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. Keep it. Like, just don't. Throw it back in their face. Yeah. Here's so, your yeah. Hershey's special dark. Girardelli, Gir- you, you've let you've let the people down. Disappointing this year. So yeah, if you if, if anybody's going, be forewarned. That's one of those things where it's it's like addition by subtraction. Like just don't give that out. That's a bad product. Stop trying to offload I mean, your surplus. Yeah. Just find your inner Anton ego. You take a bite, you chew on it, and you just look them deadpan in the face and just become French. Or spit it on their shoes. That's part of being French. Spit it in their in their hair. That's not nice. Those That's not members. nice. Easy, Tiger. Steady. Wish I I'd just... never said anything now. <laughs> I, just, I just have strong feelings about them giving out what is more than Clearly. likely. Amy has strong feelings about they're... samples. It's probably their least popular chocolate product oh, that they we manufacture. What is this? 35% chocolate. <laughs> Come on, man. Come oh. on, man. You can't do that to people. Hey, we're gear you know, we're gear deli and we've got all these free samples. Come on in. And then they give you the, the like least popular grossest <laughs> thing that they make. What's this? Mustard chocolate. No. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Poorly, what have I done? I've unleashed a monster. I know. You never know I... what's gonna set off Hulking. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. That that, that really grinds my gears <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh. moving on quickly <laughs> before she punches something yes um, so studios uh, so the, they've replaced the Disney Junior stage show and it's now called the Disney Junior dance party yeah so did you ever do the Disney Junior stage show absolutely would you ever have done that really nice little show puppets yep uh, they updated it in studios, which was good because I'm pretty certain in Paris, if it's still going, they were still showing uh, My Friend Tigger and Pooh and Oh boy, yeah, oh my was, gosh, yeah, and it was Bear in the Big Blue House, like uh, uh, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, I'm sure we it was did Roly Poly Oly. <laughs> yeah, we did three yeah. versions of that. We saw the Little Einsteins. Uh, we saw, we definitely saw Bear in the Blue House. We saw uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which was, you know, kind of the end. Uh, my friends Tigger and Pooh, Roly Polioli. What's the one with the fish? Stanley. Stanley, thank you. Could not. I love Stanley. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. Uh, and Handy, Handy Manny. Manny. Yeah. Handy Manny. 
So we'll leave a little pause. I was about to say, we'll leave a pause for Amy to sing the theme tune. That's right. Every time it's mentioned. So it's all gone. It's not there anymore. Great timing. Great comedic timing. Yes. All that you love, gone. All that you got. So it's now called the Disney Junior Dance Party. And so we walk in and you still sit on the floor. So it's really uncomfortable. And I'm looking at the stage and I'm going, it doesn't look like there's puppets that come out of it. And this girl comes on and she's, uh, it's all a bit kind of like street. And we're going to have this dance party and we need to get the, you know, we need to get Mickey on the way. And it's themed loosely around Roads to Racers. So they're on their way to the dance party. Uh, but in the meantime, you're going to bring a couple of characters in. So there was Doc McStuffins, and then Vampirina, and then Mickey turns up. But it's not puppets. So in order to bring them in, you have to spin the decks in a special way. So you have to put your hand up to your ear, and then you pretend that you're, um, you've got your hand on a record, and you go one, two, and spin, and then there's a bit of smoke on the side, and Doc McStuffins spins in. What? So yeah, there's two hosts. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. It's really what weird. What is this? So they're you're pretending to... that you're a DJ with a yeah. turntable. You're pretending you're DJ Spinderella spin. from Salt and Pepper, and you're like, yeah. wow. Oh my goodness. One, two, three, spin them in. As oh no, what are you doing, oh, people? This gosh. is not good. And it's all kind of hip and cool. I might just be too old. I don't know, but my kids. No, were... it sounds like you or you're. Yeah. Just right on this. Ooh. It's it, yeah. My kids were not really that engaged with it. They mm. they do they do bubbles at one bit and they do the streamers at the other. And you know you you put bubbles down from the ceiling. Everybody loves it anyway. But yeah, it's. So I mean, you could do that in yeah. a board meeting and everybody would yeah, go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a weird. It's a weird show. It's it's almost like they're trying to make Disney Junior hip and edgy. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Hmm. Uh, like what? Yeah. What little toddler even knows what a record is? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Let hipster, alone a turntable. toddlers. Hipster toddlers who are buying how vinyl. Hold, how to hold one ear of a set of Beats headphones <laughs> up to their yeah. ear yeah. and then it's be better. like, "What are you doing, man?" Disney Junior. Yeah, it's Oh my goodness. Really bizarre. Really weird. At one point, they they grab a camera and then they end up walking along the front so you can see all the kids at the front on the big screen at the back. And yeah, we sort of walked out of it and went, "What? What just happened? Was that a dream? This is yeah." So I'd be interested to see how long that lasts because I will not be surprised if that changes. That's soon. so weird. That is so really weird. weird. That's um, so strange. Yeah. What else was there? Um, oh, the uh, Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. I was going to ask you about that because that's over yeah. there in that same general area. Yeah. So that's behind um, Rock and Roller Coaster, like directly okay. behind Rock and Roller Coaster. Little little area. Um, had no idea what to expect. Not a clue. Um, so in indoors, one room. You sat in a semicircle, and in front of you is 
it's a circle that's blocked off and clearly it's going to be something that's going to open there's going to be something on it and it's lightning mcqueen but it's an animatronic lightning mcqueen full size life size there's massive screens behind him in a semicircle almost to 90 degrees so it's kind of like wrapping around you and that's computer graphics and bits and pieces but you've got the animatronic of lightning mcqueen in front of you rolling around sort of forwards and backwards but the tires are moving they've got that like projection effect for his mouth so it's not an yeah. animatronic it's it's obviously um uh screen on that but it works sort brilliant. of like how they do the dwarves on seven dwarves yeah Train. yeah it's it's that it's that technology so it looks yeah. like he's talking and obviously the eyes are just one big screen and they work really well but the, this the movements, sounds really cool to me it is yeah it's it's really cool it's a really good idea he obviously can't go anywhere so they end up the story is that you're at his racing academy, they're going to do a simulation, but then it ends up getting hijacked by the, oh, I can't remember his name, the green car in Cars oh, 1. Oh, from the first one? Is it Chick yeah. Hicks? Chick, Chick Hicks. Hicks, that's Chick the one. Hicks. So, Chick, yeah. so Chick Hicks all of a sudden um, hacks into the simulation and Lightning has to race him. So Lightning turns around and there's a screen in front of him, but what's on the screen is also on the big screen behind so you ah. you can see what he's seeing and it's a simulation of him racing and then chick hick throws loads of stuff in the way and cruz ramirez and um to help him and they work as a team and he ends up winning the race and it's about five Good ten trigger. minutes Good trigger. And, and you come out of it and you go actually that was pretty cool and the animatronics was really good and i quite like that and i don't know if we'll ever do it again but for what it was it was really good that is totally different from what I expected that to be. And why is no one talking about this? Like, that sounds really I'm neat. I'm feeling there is, there is such a Diz Twitter... <sighs> hatred might be too strong a word. Disdain for all things cars. That Man, yeah, it's just not talked about. And it's just not talked about. Cars is underrated. Cars yeah. is and really good. It's way out the back as well. It's totally tucked away. So That's nobody true. really yeah. knows about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not even obvious when you're walking up to Rock and Roller Coaster that <laughs> it's there. It's, it's really it's a surprise hit. attraction. Yeah. Hey, surprise. So, <laughs> hey, kid. Hey, kid. Come over hey, here. Hey, kid. Hey, hey, hey kid. You want to see you... a show about cars? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Come here. Uh, so, yeah. That sounds really neat. It is. It's neat. It's it's not amazing. It, it's not like kind of like oh you must go and see this. But it's it's a nice little kind of ten minute show that will get you out of the sun and kids will like it and it's good fun. Um, and yeah, I, you know I don't think we'll do it every time we go. But if it's quiet and we've got some time to kill, we'll go and do it. It's it's good fun. You know what that's perfect for too is if you've got a family that has a younger kid someone who doesn't want to ride the thrill attractions or who can't ride the thrill attractions yeah. because of the height restriction that's yeah. something that they can go do for a little while that the older kids that are off riding the thrill attractions may not want to do anyway so that gives them something special yeah definitely definitely i love that that's great uh and then final thing for studios is um the frozen sing-along celebration you guys oh. done that have not okay no. this is the sing <laughs> single most the, the single most underrated attraction in all of Walt Disney World 
<laughs> See, look at me. I gave it like a ew. And he's yeah. like, it's underrated. It's great. Honestly, so this is, um, it's a stage show. There are two Arendelle historians who go through, essentially go through the story of Frozen. And then they'll play not all of the songs, but they'll play some of the songs on a massive, great big screen behind them, and you get to sing along. But what makes the show, so we've seen this every single time we've been now, and the first time we went was because our daughters love Frozen. Okay, we'll go and do the show. I have genuinely walked out of all the shows with tears in my eyes. I've been crying, uh, been laughing so much. It is one That's of awesome. the funniest shows you will see anywhere. Um, they. The, the two Arendelle historians, they've got a script clearly, but there are, it's, there are bits in it where I genuinely didn't know if they were cracking up or whether it was <laughs> part of the show. They, um, they're, they're, they're targeting adults um, with, with some of the jokes they're doing. And it's not like innuendo, it's just that the jokes that they are doing are going to get missed by kids because it's just, it's so rapid fire but uh, and they, they change it you know every time we've gone out there have been different um different actors doing it and they've changed the script slightly almost updating it so there was like a baby shark reference in it this time which wasn't in the last one but again was incredibly <laughs> funny see now this kind of stuff i can rock with i i can sort of i can enjoy that yeah it's sort of sort of it's not like they're breaking the fourth wall but it's like they're they exist in our world yeah, versus yeah, yeah, just yeah. being in in their world. Yeah, if that so makes sense. For for example, one one of the bits is they they, they start to show that they play. Um, Do you want to build a snowman? And then obviously at the end of the song, the parents go off, and then they got the shot of the uh, ship going underwater. So the guy's going. What's happened to the ship? Oh, don't don't worry about that. I'll I'll tell you about. No, where's the ship gone? I'll I'll tell you later on. And then he's like, they died. She's like, no. Uh, well, you know these things happen. They died. What is this, Bambi? What is this, <laughs> the Lion King? Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then so Great. I can't remember what they said last year, but this year he went, what is this, Coco? And she turns around and goes. The parents are still alive in Coco, and he just looks at her and smirks. And it was one of those where I was like, is this part yeah. of the script? And he was like, no, but the rest of them were dead. And then, like, turns away because <laughs> he's too busy giggling. I'm crying. Yeah. I mean, it's just so funny. So <laughs> oh, my if, gosh. It's hilarious. If you can, if you can tolerate the songs, because that's <laughs> the only other part of it. They, they play nice. the songs. And even then, it's, um, so... Uh, they play In Summer, everybody's singing along to it. Um, Olaf sings, put me in summer and I'll be in. And a load of kids go, puddle! And as they normally stand on the side, and all of a sudden the guy walks up to the front of the stage and just yells out in the middle of the song, all of you sung puddle, get out of here! <laughs> just little things like that. Um, oh, I know Dean really loves Dean loves that show too. He yes, said he does. before that, that the storytellers are hilarious. And Amy is skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not skeptical anymore. No, See, I needed you... concrete examples of what happens, but now I, I'm I'm bought in now. I, I can I, do it now. I, I I urge everybody to go. It's 
genuinely one of the funniest shows out there. It's so good. That's awesome. I love it. Because I was wondering if it was going to be a little bit self-aware or if it was just going to be like super sanitized and, you know... Retelling Mary of the Vanilla. show here. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Follow the bouncing ball and sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's what I, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and if it was that, it would. I, I think it would probably die a death because all the parents would be like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're not, we're not going into it." Or you know, one of you go in with the kids, and you know, the rest of us will go right. off and get a beer or whatever. So I, I think <laughs> they've had to do it, um, and I'm so glad they did. And like I say, repeat viewings. They've changed. They keep changing it, not drastically, but they've changed the jokes enough that you know I was laughing as hard on this was the fourth time I've seen it now compared to the first. I was laughing just as much. Hmm. Sounds so good. I want to go see that now. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the parks, and then uh, yeah, there was just like other little bits and pieces. Like we did, um, we did some outlet shopping. The character warehouse. Um, Ooh, tell us about that. Yeah, so um, we did Vineland and International Drive, Ooh. and I would recommend going to the Vineland one because it's bigger. Seems to have a better selection. Um, That's the my International, one. yeah, the International Drive one. They chopped it in half to put. Uh, I think it was a Panera bread one in the other half. No way. Yeah, oh. so it's a lot smaller I, than it was. I have a feeling the rents are going up on High Drive amount of stuff that they're building from a tourist standpoint so yeah yeah i mean i i could see where all right we're not gonna be able to sell twice as much <laughs> so we just cut the store in half yeah so we normally go uh on an evening we'll do a part during the day and then we'll go out for tea and, and go, um, go go in an evening so we walked up to the, the vineland one at about eight o'clock at night and they had um queue barriers outside the shop no queue but queue barriers i was like what's going on here and apparently now during the day so my mum and dad are out there at the moment they come back this weekend and they went to the uh, vineland outlet yesterday during the day and said yeah we gave up because there was a big queue outside so I there's saw loads of people that, uh, i saw a picture of that yesterday morning yeah isn't that wild madness absolutely isn't that madness. wild Woo. yeah but you know, we went we went in there, and I picked up. Um, there was a, a top that was two ninety nine, really nice kind of sweatshirt type top. I was picking up t shirts for two three dollars, so I'm not surprised. Wow. And there, but there were you know there was a couple of guys, and there was one guy with a he looked like a delivery guy. I, I thought he was actually doing a delivery because he had a, a trolley with him, and then mm. eventually I figured out that he was pretty much an eBay pirate and the trolley was to put the boxes of stuff that he was trying to buy and he was mm. baskets full of like 20, 30 Mickey ears at you know, $3 a pop that's going to go on eBay for 10 bucks and things like that you know it's, that's kind of why the queues are there I think and I know they're trying to cut down on it but it's not good man it's, it's not good mm. but usually definitely when, usually when we go to that store we try to go as close to opening time in the morning as we can and I've never seen a queue there, but it does get crowded very quickly. Like within 15 minutes, 30 minutes of opening in the morning, it's pretty packed in there and hard to move around. Like that's yeah. usually the only time that 
you can go in there in my experience and be able to really look at everything without having people on either side of you you know in front of you behind you and you just jostling. can't really you can't really move yeah there's a lot of jostling and jockeying for position and you know ugh, i can't do much of that so no <laughs> bad for the workers there too because what you got to go around and do the it's not really restocking but you have to reset the shelves from the yeah. people that are picking over everything yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, but yeah if you go there and like if you wear an adult size small or medium they always have a huge selection of clothes in those sizes every time i go and they're marked down super cheap like like he said like three four it's, five it's, bucks yeah it can be really hit and miss so I, I you know i normally end up picking a load of t-shirts for me and i'll i'll be a small but mm. it'll either be they're all small or they're all double xl and above there's there's hmm. never any mediums alike. If you're a medium or a large, you've got no chance. You maybe get like one shirt if you're lucky, um, mm. or a sweatshirt. But it, it it tends to be either end of the spectrum, which makes sense, I suppose, because they're probably the ones that sell the least. Mm. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, I I found uh, it was a not a golf shirt, but it was a really nice grey polo shirt with a Mickey logo. That would be brilliant for playing golf, and it was three dollars. But all what? they had on the rack, all they had on the rack were smalls. All of them. So I was man, like, happy, I would have bought a bunch of them. Like yeah. I would have been like, I, w- I would have bought five, and I will tell you one why for I every day of the five. week. Well, no, because I'm bad about staining shirts. So I would have ah. been like, okay, <laughs> when I get like spaghetti on one, I'm like, okay, uh, that'll be and then for you know. <laughs> and then the seventy percent Ghirardelli on the next one. Oh yeah. 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 Yep, yep, wow! Then, what a deal. Yeah, so it's uh, it's what yeah they're definitely worth the worth the trip uh, for people that are like that are going that have got a car or Ubering or anything like that. Definitely get yourself to the outlets. Um, we we also always eat multiple times at Sweet Tomatoes as well. Um, oh yeah, which is just like it's it's a go to for us. Um, mm-hmm. The kids absolutely love it, which is good because it's the, pretty much the only healthy food that they're going to eat while we're on holiday. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's that or chicken nuggets. Um, so, yeah, it's there's, there's one at Crossroads. There's one on the 192 um, going towards the 27, which is if you're kind of anywhere near Animal Kingdom or that side, and if you're staying over that end of the 192, that's a really good one to go to. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we normally do three or four times, and it's think if you go online you get a voucher and literally just google sweet tomatoes coupons we had so the five of us ate because flynn was free because he was under three so it was two adults two kids uh four uh four meals because it's obviously all buffet so you just help yourself with whatever and four drinks and it was 35 dollars which is you can't you know, beat that's, it. That's just brilliant. That's for all that's you can one eat. One person's meal on mm-hmm. property. Yeah. I think you can sign up for um, for emails from them, and they'll email you offers and stuff to you. Yeah. That might be what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it was um, just one of those random restaurant coupon things. I, they do mm-hmm. a sign up thing as well, and I think you know they'll they'll send you something on your birthday, and they'll send you mm-hmm. might get extra discounts and things like that, but. Yeah, this was this seems to be like a standard coupon thing where it was in fact it was it was either 
10, 10 or 20% off your meal or a family for $35. And I, I actually said to the, the lady at the register, which one's better? And she was like, I, right. I'll, I'll scan both of them and see which one. So if, you, if you're on your own, the 20% off is going to work out cheaper. But they do. There's a dinner for four, a family for four, or a dinner for two, like two adults is 20 bucks or something like that. So there's, there's loads of deals out there. And I for think the, they the do, food uh... that you get. Yeah, it's really good food. I was just going to say, I think they also do like a senior citizen discount as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I will recommend that over pretty much anything else on the 192 food wise, mm -hmm. just for value for money. And it's, you know, it's healthy stuff as well. Um, breakfast, however, Kiki's Breakfast Cafe. They're really good. Mm. If you've never ever heard been of there, that. no. I've so it's not. It. There's about if if you were to go if you were stood in um, Magic Kingdom and you Googled search this area on Google Maps, there would be about six within half an hour. Um, <laughs> and we went to one up the 27 just because there was like four of them that were all within half an hour of where we were staying, and up the 27 was a straight road rather than going round. There's one in Windermere. So it, for where we were at Solara, we would have literally gone up World Drive around the back of Magic Kingdom and then up a little bit further. So there's one not that far away. So Specialist Breakfast Cafe, they do lunch as well, but I think they close at something like two or three o'clock, but they're open from seven. Um, Vicky had one with my mum last time we were out there and then said, I want to go back. So we, we took uh, all five of us went up there. She had a pancake that was pretty much as big as her head um <laughs> and yeah just really really good breakfast food um and you know i like american breakfasts um and this was one of the best ones i've ever had that's great and it was Yum. i think it was something like it was like six six dollars for a pancake but it, it's yeah it's one pancake but it was about two inches thick and i'm gonna go for 12 14 inches round wow Sounds like a it was, pizza. That's yeah, a basically. Yeah. And then it was, uh, if you wanted two, it was an extra two dollars, which is just <laughs> crazy. That's a lot um, of pancake. There was a lot of pancakes. She couldn't finish it. She tried, but she couldn't finish it. She came close. You have um, the old college try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that that food-wise, that would be my recommendations for like outside of property. Um, and then when you you had that um, uh, trip report with. Scotty, yeah, and he was talking about water, and I was—I wasn't quite shouting at the, the speaker, but he was talking about the fact that they buy loads of water yeah. and then he buys it. I was he buys it in the parks, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. dude, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah. So, m most people will probably do this, I'm sure, but I have spoken to some people that are like, "Oh, we've never thought of doing it." That the way that we do it is, we'll go to wherever Walmart, Publix, all of that lot, get a crate of water which is obviously way cheaper, like 24 or 30 for, was it five bucks or something like yeah. that? Yep. Stick half of them in the freezer, have the half in the fridge, get yourself a tiny little cool bag, put two frozen ones and one unfrozen one in your cool bag, and then just leave the frozen ones to melt during the day. And yep. you'll always have cold water. That's always. A great, great tip. Another zippity doodah tip for today. There's your zippity, zippity, zippity tip. Um, and that's pretty much me. Um, apart from FastPass stresses me out because I'm quite uh, anxious about timekeeping and the rest of my family isn't. Uh, so FastPass accentuates that stress by saying you have to be at this ride for that particular time. 
See, that's the way that I am as well. I, yeah. You know, I I love using FastPass Plus when I'm touring as a solo tourer, you know, when it's just me being in charge and I can usually get uh, slots pretty easily of where I can get in as a, as a solo rider throughout the day. You know, people cancel and change plans and things, and there's a lot of slots they need to fill versus... Um, when I'm touring with with one or both of my parents who don't really like the idea of appointments you know that's how they look at it is like you know I have to be here to make this appointment to go ride this and you know they don't like that at all and so but they also don't like to wait in lines so it's like uh, you know how do I balance this so it it is kind of a (laughs) blessing and a curse depending on who your travel party is yeah, it's it's what fast pass is great. We like booking it well in advance and knowing right we're definitely on that ride. We're definitely on that ride. But when you've got say a fast pass booked in Magic Kingdom for ten o'clock, so it's like oh well we've got till eleven o'clock, uh, okay, and then it's like okay so um, we don't need to leave until ten o'clock, right? Yeah, but we're not staying on property and we've got to get to the. TTC and we've got to get the boat and everything like that. Oh yeah, it'll be absolutely fine. And it gets to about five to eleven, and we're still on the monorail. That's when I start getting really anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Especially yeah. with the construction that's going on, you have to allow even more extra time. Yeah. So yeah, it, uh, I, I'm sure everybody that's listening has been and everything like that. But if there's people listening that haven't been, and timekeeping is a thing that sometimes can kind of get you a bit wound up yeah it's it can make things difficult as great as fast pass is if you've got a certain type of personality it can make things trickier than they need to be shall we say it really can because an hour in walt disney world it seems like an hour is a lot less than an hour and i know that doesn't really make sense but there's so much going on and there's so much that you're doing that time literally flies and it feels like everything is being fast forwarded so if, if you're not wanting to waste time by being somewhere early believe me it will not be wasted because the time will fly by and then, especially when you're thinking, okay, you know, I'm, I'm getting late. It's getting late. I'm going to be late. It seems like the transport takes so much longer when you need it to hurry. <laughs> you know, like, I've got to make this ADR. You know, I've got to make this fast, fast. I, you know, always something will happen or there will be some unforeseen thing or the bus will drop you off at, like, bus stop one at Epcot, which is over by the cabs. And so you have to walk the entire way on into the front entrance. You know, just stuff always happens. So always allow as much extra time as you can, in my opinion. And not for nothing, and no matter how many times we go, you underestimate the size of these theme parks. Yes, absolutely. Every time. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what park it is. I mean, you could be in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I'll just pop over. You know, I got Fast Passes in 10 minutes over Splash Mountain, and I'm in Tomorrowland. You no. need to go. <laughs> yes, you can always kill. You can always find something to do to kill that extra time if you're early. Yeah, but you can never get that time back if you're late. No, no. And the, you know, and what invariably will happen? There will be some kind of awesome thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like there's all of a sudden there's now characters at the Sword in the Stone store. 
And so there's this big crowd, and you're like, oh, that's great. I can't get past the crowd. And then you go, like, by Small World, and now all of a sudden Rapunzel's actually out by the toilet. And you're like, wait, but, but no. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get to Rivers, Rivers of America. Oh, I'm almost there. No, you're not. You're still going to walk all the way around. <laughs> you are so far from Splash Mountain. If yes! If you're at Columbia Harbor House, yes. it looks close, but you are not close. <laughs> you're like, I, it's, it's, it's just like, it's like a uh, hundred feet. No, no, no. no. It's like three, no. 300 yards. <laughs> no. Go for it. You may as well be completely all the way across the park in Tomorrowland yeah. at that point. And, and just in a different and direction. A, and that's a small park. <laughs> Watch yep. this new world. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens to everybody. So I've got one other thing to talk about, and it was because it's obviously we're all talking about the good stuff, and this was absolutely the good stuff. Um, was when we got to meet characters that we've never met before, just completely out of the blue, and it was very weird. In that a couple of days ago, uh, a couple of days before this happened, we were just randomly sort of saying, "Oh, you know, with all these characters and stuff, and is there any characters that you know?" we've not seen and who who would it be nice to meet that we've never met and at the time I'd said you know the one I really really want to meet is Robin Hood I'd love to meet Robin Hood yeah. and Maid <gasps> never seen it yeah love the films one of my all-time favorite films and, and all this stuff Same. and we we're walking down uh Main Street we're actually on our way out um to, to mid-afternoon it's pretty quiet it was post um hurricane so I think this was the Thursday or the Friday so it was pretty quiet in the afternoon. We were going to go back to get changed to then go back out to somewhere like Epcot. And I turn, we get to the end of Main Street coming back out of the park. And I turn around and I look across and I go, wait a minute. That's Friar Tuck. <gasps> I'm like, that is Friar Tuck. And he was just, because it was so quiet, he was basically stood on his own with a handler. So he, as we're walking up, he's kind of talking to his handler and then he looks in the window so he's kind of poking his head in a window looking through into the shop which is the back of the uh, candy shop so i'm so i say to Kyrie, what what's he looking at and i try and look through the window and can't see anything so Kyrie stands next to him and he notices her down there and then sort of looks back through the window and gives her a nudge and says look look through the window the other two little ones are trying to look through with them, but because it's a bay window, I lift them round to the other side. And in this bay window, there's a woman making um, candy floss. So they're looking at there, and I take a couple of pictures, and I've got a really good picture of all four of them, Fry Tuck with his hands up to the window, looking through at this woman making, making candy floss. And all of a sudden, he takes Kyrie's hand, leads her to the door next to the window, opens the door, and literally shoves her in. And then the other two are kind of... <laughs> The other two are stood there laughing, and so he grabs them by the shoulder and just manhandles them straight through the door, closes the door behind them, and then just kind of walks away, rubbing his hand. So we're like, "What did you do that for? What have you done with our kids?" Thirty seconds later, the the three—they're now in the monastery. Yeah, no, if only. Monastery. No. We might actually get some peace and quiet. Um, (laughs) so yeah so 30 seconds later they come back out with a handful of candy floss and this woman's giving them some candy floss so it was like that's absolutely brilliant oh Friar Tuck you're a legend all this lot so we get some pictures and it's all really good and they're munching away on their candy floss and I turn around and just towards the bottom of the station is um, 
King Richard. Oh, oh. No way! This just gets King better Richard and better. Or Prince John. Prince John, even. Oh, King Richard. Prince oh, John. Oh, okay. Prince John. Because so, holy crow. Yeah, that would be, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say King Richard. I've never seen him. Yeah, that would be random. Yeah, no, no. Prince. So Prince John is... Prince John's sashaying around the place. And, and it's not... There's no queue. There's, there's no... Sashay. That's a perfect word for him. Yeah. He's just like... It's... Throwing his weight around. Oh. Definitely. Sort of like, you know, being prancing around. And there's no queue. It's not a meet and greet. He's just wandering around because it's really quiet. And there's a little girl taking a picture. So we're like, girls, girls, get up there. Let's get a picture. I want to get a picture in there as well. So you take a picture and then daddy will get in. And you know that central area of where the, the station is? The curbs are pretty high. So just as this little girl sort of walks away after taking a picture and my girls are coming up he decides that he's gonna like just swish around and, and turn around and walk off in a different direction oh no this sounds bad but unfortunately he smashes his paw against the curb and nearly falls flat on his face and ends up landing on a bit <laughs> oh no and to his credit and it was absolutely perfect he grabs his ear and starts sucking his thumb as though he's crying. <gasps> oh! It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Oh Could not have goodness. done anything better. If That's only amazing. he could have said, Mommy! It was priceless. It was oh my just. Goodness. You know, when we were talking about the, that Disney magic that you just. You're there at exactly the right time. You, it's not planned, anything like that. It was just so perfect. So we, oh we got gosh. the girls up. The girls had a picture. We're talking to the handler. And it's like, oh, you know, it's it, it's Prince John. It's like, oh, where are you guys from? Oh, yeah, we're from England. So he's all kind of like, oh, you know, my, as though he was saying my subjects and all this lot and everything. I was like, yeah, 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 he's, he's called something else uh, uh, in England. We've, we've heard him being called something else. But it's, it's something like the King of England. And oh, can we get a picture? So I stand next to him. And then Vicky says, you know, oh, are you going to say cheese? And I was like, oh, that, yeah, that word. It, it, it rhymes a bit like cheese. Was it phony or something like oh. that? He, he instantly just pushes me away, sachets off in a strop and all this lot. And it was like, yeah, I had to get it in there one way or the other. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. So good. So, yeah, Too soon perfect. to be known as John the First. Sure to be known. Be known as John, as John the Worst. The worst. Oh, I love it so, so good. It was just brilliant, and it was like one of those things that we've got pictures of it, but just the memories of it—they're going to stay with us forever. And and that was what it was all about. Friar oh. Tuck was my choice for best wedding efficient. If, That's right. If, if there were if there were some sort of a Disney character who could marry people, I, I would say that Friar Tuck would be the best one because he he's so cute. He's kind of chubby. He is. Okay. He was very very nice indeed. So yeah, that was good stuff. Well, making memories like that—that that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThroughTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThroughTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Bayern Vegas, session. 
can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. What? Yep, there it is. Dude. What? I was, I was literally recording and then I added Amy and it wasn't recording. I mean, it was You mean we didn't, get any, we didn't get any of that? No. None of that? None of it. None. None. <laughs> this is this is bad show. Uh, no, it's not. This is a good show. This would be a good show. No, I mean like Disney, like bad show. I'm oh, being I see what silly. You mean. I'm trying to be the light of heart with the this, whimsy. The light of heart and whimsy. You are like the heart that has been stolen from Tafiti and needs to be repaired by Moana. Another film I have yet to see. I think you would enjoy it. Really? It's a good film. Oh, I thought he meant really, like, you really think she would like it? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that was, sorry, that was addressed to you, Amy. Really? It's a good film. I only just watched Captain America last week. I wasn't going to bring that up, but what did you think of it? Give give me an honest opinion. As someone who is not into Marvel, like, literally, this is Amy's first Marvel film that she's seen. I mean, it was okay. It was interesting, you know, a lot of action. I I like him. I like Captain America. I, you you led me to believe that that was his real body, and I'm it telling was. you, I no, that was yeah. not his real body in the beginning. It, it was. They shrank him down in the computer. That's his body. No. True. Holly. <laughs> Stop. He looked like that picture that I texted you of a Siberian husky <laughs> shaved yeah. from the head down, and there's like <laughs> no fur there, and then there's like that big, huge head on top of this tiny body. That was it's not like, him. He it's looked like, like those, me. It's, <laughs> it's like Ben with my head. <laughs> like, oh. why was the head? If they were gonna CGI anything, why did they make his head so comically? large on top of like it was so disproportionate well you know there are skinny guys with big heads present company again (laughs) no 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 i I repeat (laughs) he looked like an exaggerated ichabod crane that's not altogether unrealistically accurate (laughs) sir that was his real body and then all of a sudden he comes up at since he's had like the injections or whatever, and they bring him up, and it's like da 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 da, pecs, you know, yes. pectoral muscles. Yes, and it just you know like to the hey, point we... where Peggy Carter's like, I got what? <laughs> yeah, I know. She did this thing with her hand, like she almost touched him, and I was like, oh d- no, don't, <laughs> don't well, do because, that. Well, because she was like, I want to, I get, no, no, better. Yeah. She, she found her better angels. You know, she's a proper British lass. I don't understand how he was sopping wet, too. 
like well, it's, it's sweaty. It's hard work growing. Why you know, was he oiled that quickly. up or wet or whatever? Like, well, he was in he was in a little sauna thing, wasn't he? Right. All that steam and everything. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. No. Well, and then you know the fighting and whatever, and then the guy is all of a sudden doesn't have a nose and right. is red. Like right. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know. What is this? How does he smell? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, you. that's what happened after Donald <laughs> throws the tomato in Derfuhrer's face. Which is a very, very strange Disney short. <laughs> it really which, is. Which everyone needs to see as after they reach an appropriate age for viewing such material. But very yes. strange from the Disney. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting question what is a, a, a appropriate and I'm asking this seriously what's an age for an appropriate age for viewing World War II propaganda films I remember seeing them when I was like in third grade and then well they sort of you get taught the sanitized version of things yeah and, but who decides what the sanitized version is, like, as you go through school? And I feel like you don't really learn about things until you're an adult and you seek out or, you know, along the way you read things. When you, when you leave high school, even, yeah. or even college, I feel like, like you don't wait, know what, the this? truth about anything. This you know? really happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. you, conte- you need context for it, don't you? I mean, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not going to put them on, like, Disney+. Plus. But say they well, yeah. they, okay, say say they did, and no, but even we, if they did, so I, I, we're not going to get Disney Plus yet. But we will. It's the sort of thing that we would sign up for. And so my eldest is nine, and it would. I'd still go. No, don't bother watching them. But it's more because she wouldn't know what the context is. Mm-hmm. So it would just it would be moving pictures in front of her with you know Donald Duck and things like that, but they they wouldn't yeah. have any idea what's going on. So until they've kind of studied it at school, and then right, this relates to that era, and that's why they're doing this and whatever. I, it would just end up being completed. There wouldn't be anything to it. There'd, there'd be no context, and I think they'd probably watch it, going, "Well, I don't get it. What's going on? I don't understand it." So you, you they need to be old enough to have the context of where it's from and that time scale to then understand what it's about i guess because they've been sitting through this discussion this whole time hi he said this was going at the end no no no. the other part's going at the end about about their fuhrer's face yes yes that part you know who's going at the end our listeners (laughs) (laughs) they should They should. The outtakes. They should the always. Part. The outtakes are always better than our actual podcast. For the most part, I'm <sighs> not saying anything. For the all part. Well, Hi, welcome to. Especially because you get to hear Ben. <laughs> you That's get true. to you, hear Ben. You get to the... hear Ben every episode. Yeah, and Paulie snigger in the middle of it. <laughs> you know what? I you hear get that every time, ben and it's like I can't ber, shut up. <laughs> ber et bacon. And, and, uh, <laughs> Burr and Bickle. This makes me so happy. It's Every awesome. time I hear it, Burr and Bickle. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. Why didn't and... you say welcome to Burr and because Bacon? Because I... we're not talking about Disneyland Paris this time. That's right. Yeah. It's not oh. Francais.
And I don't, I don't have a Floridian accent. Burr et bacon. That would be more uh, Disneyland New Orleans. <laughs> burr et bacon. It sounds, it sounds like me saying burr et bacon is the same effect that you have saying affection section on me. <laughs> affection section. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> affection section. <laughs> Yes, that's right. You were kind of uh, unable, un- unable to, unable to lay, uh, unable to leave. Let me say that again. Yeah, definitely say that again. <laughs> yes, uh. please, sir. <laughs> A tweet where he posits at least three places. Bless Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Got that hay fever going. Oh no! Already? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Do it do it again. Do your little intro part again, Polly, because okay. yeah. I needed to All know right, about I'll, the animals first. No, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. So yeah, you told us about the uh Moonlight Madness, Midnight Kingdom, Moon 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 Knight, I don't know, whatever. That part the, of the, uh, the words are there, it's just Polly. in a different order. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's those Polly. words. Just just jumble Three, them around. Two, and... Three, two, one, sir. <laughs> Do that again. Well, thanks for that wonderful tour of Animal Kingdom. But uh, over at the studios, there's a slightly new area that just opened up. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, it, it used to be just Toy Story Mania, um, and they put a couple more rides in. So it's now called Toy Story Land. It's really cool. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, that's about it, really. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nah, and we're nah. moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, so Epcot's good. <laughs> right. That was oh, the good stuff, him. in fact. Um, I mean, yeah. Such a benevolent man of the cloth. He is. <laughs> I thought Paulie was going to try and finish there. I thought I was too, but I didn't want to take off and do anything else. To offer. Uh, hey, and listen, you are not going. You're not going to. No, no, no. Get you are going with... to. Ta- no, no, no. You're gonna talk about the dogs. Don't worry. I will do. I will do. But yeah, and then Paulie can finish. But you can finish on that if you want, and then you can put the dog yeah. stuff in the in the outtakes. Yeah. Well, so... having character. Mem- yep. Oh, damn. Having... That was my bad. Congratulations! You've now entered. My, you're now joining the club of people who interrupt Polly. <laughs> All right, Polly. Go on then. If, if only, if only there was three, like two, lights one. or cues we could do. Yeah, yeah. three, two, one. You have well, to sing it. You can't just say oh it. God. Yeah. Three, two, one. I meant Ben, not you. That was lovely, though. That was pretty. Yeah, do that again. <laughs> I shan't. Okay. Well, I can't. Unplanned. Paint. Paint. It rhymes can't. with paint. Yes, it does. It rhymes with can paint. You, just, can right. you have to sort of swallow it. the tea. You, you, I can't. Yes. I can't. Well, unexpected character. Can't. And. <laughs> now I'm just being trolled. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Sorry. No, of course not. That was too easy. <laughs> uh. 
<sighs> Go on then, it. properly now, because it's it's one o'clock here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I You've been recording it. for three hours here. I love it. I love it. Did you shush me? That was rude. I did. I know I didn't shush. I. Sh <laughs> That's shushing. That's totally rude. I'm sorry. Who do you I think? Who do you think you are? I think I'm someone who's trying to get our lovely guest to, off to bed because he's he's been recording with us for three hours. Now listen, I want to hear about the dog. So we've been looking for a while and we wanted a proper floof ball. We want a, like a big fluffy one. Um, so we found a woman. She lives two hours away. Um, and we were one of the first ones to see the litter. So there's nine of them in the litter. Ooh. And we went down to see them all. And they were three weeks old at the time. So they were just Aww. kind of like scrambling around the place. And we basically said to her, you know, how, how is this going to work? She's like, well, you're the first ones here. So I guess you get first choice. Okay, that's cool. Well, we just kind of want the biggest, floofiest one. <laughs> she was like, oh. And what they've done, she put, when they were first born, she put um, colored collars on them, but they kept falling off <laughs> in order to, so that she could figure out. So she's put little dabs of nail varnish on the bums in different Whoa. colors. So they were like, oh, oh, well, that'd be big red then. I was like, what? It was like, yeah, the, the one with red on it, he's the biggest one. He's the biggest and the fluffiest. So it was like, right, and you've called him Big Red? That's the one for us. So, yeah, um, we've got, we put our names down for Big Red, and we pick him up. The, well, technically now, we pick him up tomorrow. Oh! So he's, <gasps> yeah. So this he's going to so exciting! He's going to be eight weeks. He's going to be eight weeks exactly on uh, when we pick him up. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, he's uh, she's the she sent us some videos and we've seen some pictures and bits and pieces like that and he has remained the biggest chunkiest floofiest one of the nine, so that's oh good. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, and he's he's sort of a cream color. Yeah, he's cream. He's a cream gold uh, retriever rather than golden. Um, but it was it's like beggars can't be choosers. You've got to kind of get what you can get. Um, so it was if he's going to be. Big and big and golden, that was it. But if he's going to be a cream one, so be it. Um, as long as he's big and floofy, that's the most important thing. Jingle bell, jingle bam!